Hello, fans of Dungeons & Dragons and actual play podcasts. Lovers of lore-rich storytelling, phenomenal characters, and grand adventures. The Homebrew, a D&D play podcast, would like to invite you to check out our actual play. We're a top-charting podcast with a thriving community and over 200 hours of epic story for you to binge. I catch up on. The Homebrew is a D&D 5th edition campaign reskinned as a huge sci-fi space opera. Join us anywhere podcasts are found by searching The Homebrew, a D&D play podcast. One more time, that's The Homebrew, a D&D play podcast. The Critical Role Podcast, brought to you by Geek and Sundry, with special permission from Vox Machina. So, in, uh, in getting this started, so the party has found themselves in the city of Vasselheim, a very uh, deity and religion-based uh, city in a very harsh environment. It's far up north uh, in this continent, and the weather itself is very cold. The landscape is very uh, harsh and rugged, and uh, the outside of the city itself, there is an extremely uh, dark, oppressive, uh, almost unnaturally fast-growing forest known as the, uh, the Vesper Timberland. And uh, this is where you encountered the Hydra last time, and you just barely trekked out of the city and, and, and found that creature. Um, who knows what else lies out there? Uh, but the city seems very well prepared to defend itself against whatever atrocities make their way towards the outskirts of the city. So, after uh, Grog fought uh, very gloriously in the Crucible and just barely lost due to um, a test of strength, just didn't fall in his favor, uh, he salt via ale and uh, ladies back at the tavern. Yeah. The party, um, <laughs> uh, now after defeating the Hydra, being called on their law breakage in Vasselheim, have been tasked to return the next morning as separate groups to figure out what contract is being given to them and what members of their team await them as they uh, arrive. So, you guys have taken the evening to rest. The next morning has come about. You find yourselves waking within your uh, respective tavern rooms, the members of Vox Machina. Um, what preparation would you like to uh, embark in this morning for whatever mysterious trek awaits you? Do they um do they have like a weapons closet? In the tavern room? Oh shit, I thought we were in the guild hall. No, yeah, you can go there if you want to, but if there's anything you want to do before arriving at the guild hall, that's up to you. Scadlin. Oh oi! Do you want anything from the tavern before we leave? What time is it? What what time is it? <laughs> what difference does it make? I want to take a shot what with my brother. Hmm? I want to take a shot with my brother. All right. So as you and uh, you and Vaxadan get together at the, uh, the bar, you have the, the strongest form of, of nasty Vasselheim liquor that they could possibly muster. It looks somewhat murky. It has elements of kind of blue and gray to it. Um, but the barkeep assured you that this is this is what you're looking for to wake up in the morning. Trust me. <laughs> Um, Does it taste like NyQuil? Uh, well, like as you down the shot, it, it's uh, not knowing what NyQuil <laughs> tastes like because there's no such thing as NyQuil. Oh, right, right. Um, oh, yes, it, that's it, old. The, the flavor would be reminiscent of of licking a wagon wheel that has seen at least a hundred miles of travel. All right, it's but like it, your feet smell, brother. <laughs> of, of which uh, Vax immediately kind of pinches his face. 
Oh, well, that's rather uncouth. <laughs> not, not having Liam here, I'll just... Oh, oh God! God. <laughs> the foot's healed now. Thank the foot you. is healed. Come on. <laughs> um, as you finish your shots, you you say adieu to each other and. See you and, on the other side. Indeed. Stay safe. Bye, Vex. <laughs> Bye, Grog. And he kind of gives you a silent finger as you leave the tavern <laughs> in true Vax fashion. Um, he always mixes those fingers up. <laughs> Any preparation on your guys' end? Uh, I'm gonna load up my eh, whatever the thing on the thing. Oh, your iron stone? Yeah, is that what I have? Yeah. That's the thing here. Yeah. I'm gonna load that up with a uh, uh, an invisibility spell. Is that a thing yeah. I can do? You can totally do that. You can put up to three spell levels. I got, I mean, hey, that's two. So, that's two in there, right? Which, which you may have been able to do before you slept the night before, because oh. then you'd have all your spells back and that. So okay. we'll say you did that. So you have you have an extra invisibility spell in your iron stone. And I can store three spells in there, right? Is that three spell cool? levels. Three spell level. Oh, so only one spell at a time. Or like you could do three first level spells. Oh, well then never mind. I thought it was three different spells. I've already got an extra lightning bolt in there. I won't. I won't. Add oh, to then it. yeah, that's never mind. That is a full iron stone. That thing is pulsing with energy and I'm going. Good. <laughs> I'm good. Thank you. Didn't understand. Fair enough. Where is he? Um, other than just tinkering on a few plans that I have uh, rolling around, I don't really have the equipment to build anything particularly interesting before we head out. So. All right. Grog might have something in the bag of holding that you could use. Oh yeah, I've got I've got lots of shit. Um, we have a salt lick rock. We've got three firewood bundles, dry food rations. How many fancy cloaks left? There's two. <laughs> well, you know that's something. Two fa- and we've got the leather from the from that weird bat creature from the under. Mm. under yeah, yes. it, I'm sure it doesn't smell that. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, is there any metal canisters in there of any kind? I mean, I've got my my hooded lantern, but you can't have that. It's, no, it's dark in places. I bet I bet Tiberius has some metal canisters. He's got so many canisters. Two pieces of armor, just armor. I may take a piece of armor and see if I can make a put together a, some sort of frag grenade sort of thing. What? Ooh, make, uh, I want to just I just want to make a. a you don't know me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> just make a canister. Put put some put some black powder in there, put the thing together. It doesn't even have a fuse. It's something I can toss and then shoot to to, 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 to trigger. Interesting. Um, all right, uh, I will say, due to time constraints, you would probably have to skip a decent breakfast to do this, so be aware you may be hungry later on. I've got food. Done. We've got dry food <laughs> rations in the bag. All right. I have a granola bar. Uh, <laughs> go ahead, go ahead and make an investigate check. Real good. I mean, You're starting us off. Real I'm gonna, good. I'm gonna try to inspire him. Come on, come on, come on. Real good. All right. 16. Oh, well. I'm gonna inspire him. You're gonna inspire me? Just a little, a little. Boom, clap the sound of your gun. The beat goes on and on and on and on. Boom, clap. That's all I got. Okay. Go, yeah. out. All right, so you can take your D10 Bardic Inspiration uh, as his song, uh, as it blares into your left ear as you search the town for a decent location uh, to possibly construct this. 19. Woo! Total 19? Total of 19. All right. Uh, asking around and, and speaking to a few folks around Vasselheim, um, you eventually have a few hooks that point you towards this uh, uh, long-abandoned workshop that's been burned down and hasn't really been touched. Uh, as you go to it, there you have to kind of push some of the burned wood out of the way, but there is indeed a, uh, a, a currently functional, if for a long time, unused forge and anvil available in poor uh, condition, but functional. 
Um, so, uh, given about two, two and a half hours, you might be pushing your arrival time at the at the guild hall, but you could probably do it. Do you want to go and give it a shot? I'm going to give it a shot. All right. So, um, oh, do you want to use another one of your bardic inspirations on this? Can I do that? You you can use it up to I think it's five or six times. It's fine. All right. <laughs> At this point, I'm probably. Did you I'm, I'm probably, probably hang on. I don't get a montage then. Never mind. <laughs> all right, all right. No, it's all right. It's all right. Save it. Save it for later. We're going to need it for later. <laughs> all right. So uh, it, it takes you a while to rummage through the through the uh, the ground to get everything set up. You have the tools of your tinker's kit that you usually keep with you anyway, and uh, you begin hammering away at the metal and preparing yourself a nice little uh, spherical container. Uh, using your, your black powder, which is starting to get a little low on black powder between your your bullets that you've been constructing. Gotta get that on now. So uh, something you you can either some point in the future try and scavenge up the materials for and make yourself. Um, but just letting you know, you're starting starting to run a little low on that. I, yes. Um, so go ahead and make a. Uh, a I'm going to say make a uh, tinkering check with your proficiency bonus of four, and we'll say your dexterity, since this is very meticulous to make sure this thing doesn't detonate during construction. Oh. You really could use some inspiration at this point. No, I don't. Uh, that's a 29. Yes. Yeah! <laughs> oh. Stingy works. Like two nine? Like two nine. Not, like not two nines, but two nine. What did you roll? I rolled 19. Yeah, that'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, in spite of the, the, the terrible materials at your disposal as far as you know the, the forge itself, it, you barely get it lit. But you can manage to heat it enough at least to ply a very soft metal. And uh, there's like an aluminum base type uh, that you construct as the container and then coat that with chunks of very, very hard steel that you think will work as good shrapnel. Uh, you manage to, to complete it. You're not sure how effective it will be, but at the very least you know it'll travel safe. And that's really more important than anything else with these type of makeshift uh, <laughs> explosives. I made a holy hand grenade. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Indeed, indeed. Um, Excellent. All right, so as the rest of you gather up, you've had your <laughs> breakfast, you're rested, you make your way towards the Slayer's Take Guild Hall. Um, approaching the front steps again, the wooden engraving on the front doors, you step into the main foyer area and uh, are greeted again by Merton, the kind of gruff-looking halfling who's in the process of thumbing through some books. He looks like he has a little bit of dried fruit in the side of his chin. He's a little groggy, like he didn't sleep well the night He's before. He's a little what? <laughs> He's a little what? He's a little groggy. Oh, what? He's a little bit. Lucky chap. <laughs> um, he looks up as you guys approach, like, oh, very nice, you all could finally make it. It appears you're only a grand total of uh, 25 minutes late. It's not, 25? Not too much of a problem. What's thought? a minute? <laughs> it's, all right, there is not too much going on at the moment. I will not mention this to the wife. I mean, the headmaster. Don't mention to her that I refer to it as my wife. Uh, cord strength to you, sir. You got a little, um, you got a little bit, right? Oh. Yeah, that did it. Oh, that's lovely. Thank you. I appreciate the heads oh, up. Problem, no. Problem. I hate to lose papaya. <laughs> <laughs> so, let's see. We have the four of you here. This is the the acquired necessary group for the first travel this morning. I'm excited to see what the mysteries has available for you. Um, first and foremost, let me introduce to you. Uh, one of your traveling companions for this, another hopeful of this Slayer's take. Um, let me retrieve her. And you see uh, Merton walks off to one of the back rooms, uh, opens the door and kind of whispers like, hey, your team is here. Opens the door uh, and walking out, uh, if you want to describe yourself. Oh. I walk out in a black cloak. Oh, so exciting. My hair is white. 
and I have silver eyes, and a long staff with four dragons and a moonstone planet, as it were, in their <laughs> midst. I walk out slowly, and I look them all over, one by one, saying, I don't know you. I don't know you, as my tail whips back and forth. Oh, what? I don't know you, almost hitting you with my horns. You, I know. What? I saw you at the Crucible, didn't oh, I? That's the chick. Maybe. Huh. Well done against the hammer. Thank, thank you. Uh, I often get confused with um, Philip the Terrible. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'll bet you do. Yeah. You don't look that terrible to me, though. Grog begins to blush as a large blue color on his cheeks. <laughs> <laughs> What's your name, woman? Zara. What? Zara. Zara Hydrus. Lovely. Oh. And what's yours? Me? Yes. Uh, well, I, I'm known by different names in different places. I but the truth. Really? <laughs> <laughs> Some call me Kingslayer. <laughs> Some call me Scanlan. Some just call me when they want a good time. <laughs> Mostly we just call him Scanlan. <laughs> I'll keep the good time in mind. All right. And you? Oh, uh, Percival Frederickstein von Musel Kowalski, the role of the fur. <laughs> you yes. can call him Percy. Percy. They just call me Percy. You see you have many weapons on you. Yes, uh, I dabble. You dabble in I things. do dabble. Yes. <laughs> Any forging? Uh, y- yes, actually, I just uh, I just picked it up recently. I've been, I've been working on things. I pull out the holy hand grenade. <laughs> ah. Getting better. I saw one of those in Antioch once. Yeah, it's, it's where I've, I've seen them written of, so yes. we'll see. It's something new. We'll have to compare notes sometime. Absolutely. Charmed. Yes, I'd love to see your technique. Yes. There is something mildly off-putting by her intense red skin, uh, her relatively pointed incisors, and the uh, the very prominent, you know, tiefling demonic blood in her body. Um, tiefling? Uh, <laughs> Uh, but nevertheless, there is an elegance to the way she walks, and uh, there is this almost look of silent judgment as she continuously passes her eyes over the rest of the group. Did you want to know my name? Yes, I would. <laughs> no, I'm not so sure, but please, humor me. Vexalia, it's a pleasure. Oh, pleasure's all mine. Yes. What's a nice head grip, isn't it? <laughs> I love being out here without my brother. I just love it. I love it. I love you have it. a brother. I do. Oh, how fascinating! <laughs> I am a, I am Grog, the unintimidated. <laughs> it's nice to know your true name, Philip. I mean Grog. Ah, <laughs> oh. I, I think she knows. <laughs> no, I'd like to run a quick perception test. Uh, what are you trying to do? I'm trying to figure out if she's titled. She certainly strikes me as titled. I think she ha- I, I, she 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 has blood. She's she's, she's got blood. She may not have blue blood. I would say it's more of an insight. An insight check. Yeah, All right. To just. Uh, uh, ten. Okay. Um, best you can tell the um, her posture, the way she walks. There is definitely, um, for lack of a better term, uh, a, a non-arrogant self-importance to how she holds herself. Um, but there's something about it that that. There's like a, a mild hint of insecurity in there. Interesting. All right. 
Could I ask you what your um what your weapon of choice is? It would be my staff. Oh right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it took many years to forge it. You made it yourself? I did. Damn, yeah. that's impressive. Thank you. <laughs> at this point, Merton's looking angrily at a small uh, pocket watch that he pulls out and looks at. This is very unusual. Uh, let me see who's supposed to be leading your group. Hold on just a moment. And he gets up and, and exits the room briefly. Eating. He comes back uh, after about two minutes with uh, a small like, handbook and reads through. Yes, well, it is customary that as part of these trials, there is a, a member of the Slayer's take is to accompany you on this journey to make sure that you... I volunteer to be leader of the group. <laughs> that is not up for discussion. I am sorry, small man. Um, <laughs> which could be my halfling. I make a cup of beer. <laughs> he looks, like, slightly impressed. But only slightly. By the way, being called small man by a halfling is, is, is a feat in of itself. Um... But he goes to the thing goes, all right, so the, uh, the assigned uh, leader to be your guide slayer for this venture. Uh, oh, really? Well, this should be curious indeed. Well, she's late, it seems, at which point uh, the door opens to the front of the guild hall and in comes stumbling uh, a human female. Uh, and, I, and I run and I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm so I'm sorry, I'm late, I'm so sorry, and then I trip. Oh. <laughs> Ridiculously, and I spill cut papaya everywhere. Oh! Oh my gosh. That is disappointing. That is just disappointing. Ah, uh, hello every, oh my gosh, you're so impressive. How lovely, I'm, Merton, I brought you some papaya, and I'm so sorry, it's all over the floor right now. I, you know what, I'll go get a broom, I'll clean it up. Don't, right don't, no, it's, don't, it's, it's, don't, don't no, worry about it, I insist. My slip. Stay with your group. We have important business to discuss. Jeez. I appreciate the pie. Well, I just wanted to. Be, be, this is my group. Yay! Yeah. Uh, nice to meet all of you. You are large. You are not. You're so pretty. Oh, um, you are too. Oh my gosh, I've heard about her. She is something. She's, anyway, yeah. nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. Hi. 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 I'm Lyra. 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 Yes. Very nice to meet you all. Yes. And you can see from her, uh, she she's uh, dressed in a nice blouse. Her kind of just past shoulder length, somewhat curly uh, hair uh, is kept as much as a, a frazzled woman would keep. Uh, a large pair of glasses adorn the front of her face, oh. and uh, uh, she she definitely is not who you were expecting to be considered leading this group no. <laughs> into what its journey. What sort of fighter are you, Lyra? Oh, 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 this is so exciting. This is, I'm getting out, Merton. They're letting me out. It's so exciting. <laughs> this, um, oh. this is probably a technicality. I'll have to make sure this was uh, maybe Please, not. Yes. Oh, I don't think so. Do you, I do you find yourself sitting behind... A wooden structure, most of the day. Well, uh, Something sort of flat, like like this, like a desk, like a desk <gasps> or a table. Right oh my gosh! Are you, do you have side abilities? Uh, just uh, intuition, I guess. Oh no, this is so funny. I've seen you from afar, but I'm very busy in the back room. You know, I'm very, I'm very, I'm invaluable, really, right, Martin? She is useful. Yes, yes. Yes. I mean, I'm very good at alphabetizing. Listen, we, we're going to catch up so much. I'm just really excited. I'm leading it. They're letting me out, Merton. Have you led a group like this before? No, it's so funny. You wouldn't be able to tell, right? It's so funny. Not at all. Care the way you carry yourself. It's no, very amazing. Veteran all the way. Very in charge. Yes. Oh, thank you, thank yes. you. I mean, listen, I just wanted to welcome everybody. Um, No, no, they, they don't actually let me out a lot, and I I was, you know, when I got, got the scroll in front of, it was just, I, this is my best robe. <laughs> <laughs> you, you got a little papaya juice in the front. Oh, no, oh, no, oh, no. And then I'm, like, brushing it, and I actually just, 
just the robe falls off, and I'm like, oh my god, oh god, that was that was inadvertent. You hear this 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 awkward <laughs> smack sound as uh, Merton has face palmed as unbelievably hard as he can at the edge of his desk. I shall retrieve the Huntmaster. <clears throat> he gets okay. up and leaves, exits. Um, uh, right. You guys are left alone in the foyer um, for a moment. So, Lyra, you're you're already a uh, a full-fledged <laughs> sl- slayer. I am, in fact. I Have am you slayed? I am a member of the guild. Um, well, I mean, if you want to be, you seem te- like someone from the guild. Yes, I'm a guild member. Uh, just, it's funny because it was kind of a technicality. Uh, I don't know how that happened, but I'm here. <laughs> what do you normally do? Bookkeeping, storage. Oh, oh, uh, well, I've. It's a really long story. Do you want to, can I tell you all about it? Abridged, oh, abridged. Well, um, well yeah, Mom, I, look, papaya. Ah. I guess some of it's still clean. I, well, he doesn't care. He doesn't care. It's still good. Oh, okay. I, um, yes, so, um, I'm sure. we get to trinket. Oh, oh yes. Oh, do we get this trinket? My yes, of course we get trinket. Do we get trinket on the trinket? Uh, as, as you turn, you see that the door after you pass, and the giant armored bear has made its way in and kind of just pushes past your shoulder abruptly. And immediately goes nose down and joins Grog eating papaya off this of the ground. Hey, get your own papaya. Fascinating. What time of bed? A big one. A brown one. We start to wrestle so gently. <laughs> it's my papaya. Yeah. Let go. Right. <laughs> Does anyone have any allergies if I take some to go, you know, little lunches? Cats. Oh, no, that'd be lovely, actually. Cats. Actually, I think Percy's quite hungry. Uh, I actually am quite hungry. I was. I, I don't know if I'm quite capable of eating papaya off the floor, but if there's. I, I don't know, something. Brunchy, uh, I don't suppose. Oh, I have some dry food rations. Would you want one of those? It'll do in a pinch. It's a crumble biscuit. A crumble biscuit sounds. Yeah. Out, that's, I like her already. That will yeah. do. So, have you slain? Have you have had any battle experience at all? Well, um, you know, it's funny because I'm here. I, I'm actually from this city, but I was in um, Iman and I was t- studying. I, I'm a wizard, you know, I, the wizardly arts. Uh, oh, you know, the I've heard of them. Yes. Yes, yes absolutely. Yes. Um, I dabble with myself. Exactly, and my uncle is actually the um, the uh, diplomat from Iman here. Oh, in, in we're life. from it's very funny. Yes, oh, that's yes. So perhaps you've heard of us. Uh, Vox Machina? Machina? Uh, Castle Grayskull. Castle Grayskull. Uh, some some know us as the shits. Card for a big deal. Good, uh, no, no, but it's, I, I'd love to hear all about it. I'll put it on a scroll. <laughs> um, anyway, so so I came here um, because my boyfriend, um, Aldor, is oh. here. And uh, he's not, um, yeah, he's he's going to be my boyfriend. It's 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 a long story. Anyway. Um, <laughs> We've met Aldor. <laughs> We have? We have. Where did we meet Aldo? Yes, we met Aldo. He was the leader of the team that found you guys in the forest. That's right! (gasps) That guy! We tangled with him. We, our first run-in with Aldor was not uh, fortuitous. Did he look good? Did he, did he look healthy? I mean, he looks kind nice? of like a dick, if you want my personal opinion. Oh, but well, she, she means that he was... Strapping. Strapping like strapping. a dick. Well, he is, he's very large, and yeah. we won't talk about that area. I have Love. seen it, but let's not talk about that either. <laughs> oh. Um, <laughs> oh. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, I'm here. Amazing. <laughs> yeah. So. What, what is your weapon of choice, Lyra? Um, I have a wand. I have a wand. It's right here. See? Oh! oh. Okay. Oh. It's not very long. What's it made of? <laughs> oh, it's ash. It's oh. ash, which is a, you know, it's lovely. It's, it's very nice. Yeah. Do you want to know more about it? I would love to. At which point oh, the, the Huntmaster <laughs> arrives. <laughs> Vanessa Sindral uh, steps into the room and looks about the rest. Very nice to see that you've all gathered your teams for the day. And um, 
I am also curious to see your first foray into leading a group of slayers yourself, Lyra. Well, I just want to thank you, thank you, Vanessa. Thank you for trust, entrusting me with this group. I uh, I have um, been reading up a lot uh, lately, and I'm very excited to uh, use the commanding presence of a guild leader and prove my <laughs> membership of the guild. Yes, I would like to thank you very much as well <laughs> for putting us in her capable hands. This was uh, more of a choice of convenience uh, and a test universally, as you are both uh, a team of unproven fighters in the eyes of the Guildhall, and, um, well, we have a relatively unproven member well, I, as well. I mean, I'm a member, so. Technically, yes. <laughs> However, um, I think that her knowledge and experience would be of very good use on such a track, and, uh, Yes, it should prove to be quite educational, I would think. <laughs> we'll learn a lot from hearing her talk. Yay! Thank you! <laughs> You're welcome. She tried the biscuits, they're just slaying me. It's all what do you head. eat? Do you eat like. How do you, do you. Does it get stuck in your teeth a lot? Well, it does sometimes. Yeah. But, you know, you carry around. You grab a twig, mm. some sort of twig, and just sort of work it out after yeah, a while. Like yeah. Gives you a little something later to chew on. Twigs work good, don't they? I yeah. love twigs. Yeah. Don't we have Whatever some guilds to prove membership to? Yeah, can we kill something now, please, before we learn anything else? She snaps her fingers loudly, <laughs> and Merton comes rushing out from around the corner, uh, carrying something in his arms. As you are on this journey for uh, us, and for the sake of this guild and your own personal name and title within our establishment, uh, we would like to provide you with a, a semblance of, uh, of uh, protection, or at least a useful uh, little package. A gift from us to you. And she puts her hand on the table, Merton comes over and uh, hands you what looks like a, a small leather chest. It's, it's, it's made of sculpted leather, he pulls back and pushes it forward, and you can hear the clanking of glass as he does so, and in the inside you can see there are uh, four glass vials um, prepared with some sort of a swirling red-silverish liquid inside. Uh, you recognize these as being uh, healing-based potions. Like moderate? Uh, <laughs> Superior? Uh, yeah. these, these would constitute as greater healing potions, and there are four in total. You can distribute as you see fit. I think the members of Box Machina should get them. <laughs> <What? Really? laughs> that doesn't seem really... Is that what you think? Well, I, I just not, I just because I... As the leader, I, I enjoy to... being hospitable, and I agree with this person, small person. Well, Scanlan, <laughs> if you feel you need it, I already have a couple, so I'll gladly give one to somebody who's. I've going got to plenty. Need it. Take it if you need it. I have. I have plenty myself. Thank you very oh, much. It's more for me. <laughs> very well. Now that we have this situated, <laughs> has everyone gathered the provisions they require for this journey? Are you ready to embark? Did you I mean, need enough? We don't have a body bag for some of these chumps. This kit was very filling. It was extremely filling. You're very good. Well. Thank you. I can go get it. I can go get some more. Can I, do, can I just go to the kitchen and just grab some bit? No. Okay. <laughs> anyway, uh, this is a secondary gift temporarily lent out for your contracts. Oh. And uh, Merton brings oh, up presents. what looks like another satchel. Um, it has a, a series of metal snaps across the top. These little like buttons that that uh, snap together and, and close it entirely. It's like a one you know over the shoulder type throw. As he opens it and you look inside, it resembles the bag of holding, but it's not quite a bag of holding. This is used for the transportation of, um, how do you say, 
perishable aspects of your quarry. Things that you would harvest from the creature you have been assigned tend to, depending on the creature, rot away within a very short period of time. When placed within this, they should be uh, sustained for a few weeks at the very least. So, please do be very mindful and careful of this. Should it be lost, there is a very small chance you'll be able to fulfill your contract. So, who shall be taking this on the journey? Already got the bag of holding. I'll, I'll, I'll I shall. You're, you're kind of stealthy. I shall take it. I shall take it. I shall take it. Why don't we roll for it? Why don't we roll for it? Why don't we flip a coin for it? Do you know Rochambeau? That would be great. <laughs> Congratulations. I'm so happy for you. Oh, wait, should we ask the leader yeah. of the little Oh, I'm so sorry. Sorry, Lyra. Oh, that's okay. Sorry, all right. Thank um, you for actually Sorry, Lyra. Of course, as the leader of this party, I will agree with the Rochambeau. Oh. <laughs> Excellent. So it is decreed. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean my, for my tail to hit you with oh. your rear end so sharply. Sometimes it has a mind of its own. I know. <laughs> At which point Vanessa is just watching with a grin on her face. It's good to see you've already established a picking order within your uh, travel and companions. This bodes well for your journey, most certainly. <laughs> to you. And she hands you the satchel. <gasps> I won! I won! That's me. What? <laughs> Please. I'm sorry. I, I don't I think I it was given it, to I you. I have it on my shoulders today. <laughs> I'm writing it down. <laughs> and, uh, I certainly, I certainly hope you don't stuff. lose it during our quest. Vanessa, I have a question. What happens if we don't come back with all the members we left with? <laughs> well, I suppose they would not be allowed into the guild hall. Oh, Mostly for no longer returning to the city of Vasselheim. But that is not our problem. There is danger within this, which I should get to, actually. Yes, please tell us. Where you've, are we going? You've now received your gifts and your uh, various required implements for this journey. A contract has uh, just recently come to us from uh, the Crown of Arathis within this portion of the city. It has been approved for slaying. Um, this uh, <laughs> this will prove quite a challenge uh, based on how highly you spoke of your abilities. Uh, I will warn you, the quarry is quite dangerous. Should you find yourself in trouble, I wish to remind you that it is better to live and fail than to be foolish and die. Let me pass on to you the contract of which has been selected for you. And she reaches out and hands this uh, over to you, Percy. Oh, I can yes, read this quickly. Uh, and uh, Ly Lyra, Ly Lyra? Oh no, let me try Lyra. it. Oh, oh no! Uh, <laughs> Maybe you should read this. I, 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 I cast mending. Oh, oh, that's oh interesting. you can do that? The, uh, as, as she flicks her wrist, uh, a small uh, spark of kind of purplish dark energy shoots from her finger, slams into the side of the contract, and the tear in the contract repairs itself immediately. Oh, wow. Mm. Scotch tape, that would do it too. <laughs> oh. Scotch has nothing to do with it. <laughs> Ordered and paid in advance by Alchemist Owen Grand, client, this contract binding in honor of the elements set upon the agreed members of the Slayers. Take Guild Hall of the task of locating and slaying the below mentioned entity and recovering the below listed harvested autonomy items. Any anatomy items not recovered or not in function condition will be deducted from the final payment and refunded to the client. This client. Is I'm good sorry. Place. Could you go over again what the harvesting please? Oh, uh, we haven't gotten to that yet. 
No, it's all right. Uh, this contract is good for three days, and should the contract not be fulfilled within that time period, all payments are null and void. This contract is null and void, and the membership within the Slayer's Take is revoked. Outside of the Huntmaster's willful forgiveness. This is the fine prints. Get yeah, to the details. Quarrysmen proof of hunting by their holy paramos of the Crown of Rathis. The quarry, one adult white dragon. One <gasps> adult white dragon! <laughs> A white dragon? But I... are they... Would I know? Good. I would know because I've studied them. You yes, you, you, having having dragons being uh, a very <laughs> a very specified favorite, favorite enemy for you. Uh, white dragons are one of the uh, the chromatic dragon circle. They are considered largely very uh, spiteful, oh, arrogant, a little more bestial, and very very dangerous foes. Yes, they're glorious. Uh, Didn't we kill a white dragon? No. No. Well, I thought that platinum that, dragon. Once upon no, a time, the ice dragon thing wasn't she white? Once upon a time, you battled at uh, back at uh, uh, Western. I don't see race, so I, I don't know. <laughs> Do we, what kind of element is a white dragon? Uh, what are their the ice and frost. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, 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 the woman and she turned into a dragon, and then yeah, we, Ashley killed her. Yeah, I mean, I mean Pike. Pike. We've got a fire Pike. guy. Oh. This bodes well if you have already defeated such a creature. Then this should be a very simple task. Yeah, no problem. This is going to be easy. What do we got to bring back? <laughs> they want eyes, tongues, heart, claws, and teeth. Oh, so anything else we get to keep ourselves? Two eyes, one tongue, one heart, six claws, and twenty teeth. Is what they are requesting. And do we get paid for such items? Uh, yes, there are individual prices for each individual uh, object. Uh, eyes are 900 gold each. Uh, the tongue is 1200 gold. The uh, heart is 3500. Claws 250 gold each, and teeth are 50 gold each. If there are any remaining uh, organs, we can Rochambeau for it. <laughs> <laughs> Very and good. scales, definitely. There'll be plenty yes. of scales. There'll be plenty of yes, scales. If we're not dead, that is. Very good for armor. Yes. Very good for armor. Yes. Does it say where this dragon lives? No. Ah, see, uh, that is part of the job. To find one's quarry is why we are so specialized in the Slayer's Take. So, you may now embark once we signify the pact of the contract. And as she reaches out and touches the edge of it, you can see there are these arcane sigils that are uh, actually on the contract itself. Um, they glow and pulse briefly, and she just walks across the, the group. First, you, Percy, were holding it. Place your hand against the contract. As you do, they light up, and you feel a surge of kind of warm energy go through your torso, uh, at which point you now see at the bottom of the contract your name inscribed itself on its own magically to the contract. She then takes it and passes it to each one of you. Uh, to the same point, and uh, as the spell binds. What about Trinket? Uh, <laughs> I suppose he is part of your band, and she reaches reaches out the paper and. Trinket, shake. Slams it out of her hand, knocking the contract onto the ground. And there's a brief moment where she pulls the paw back, uh, and the paper's a little a little wrecked a little bit, but uh, the there is indeed a paw that inscribes itself on the bottom of the contract for Trinket's insignia. Now, I have a busy day to attend. I wish you the utmost of safety, good luck, and uh, safe travels. Thank you, I guess. <laughs> Bye. Um, oh, I'll alphabetize the rest of those uh, the, the, the ingredients when I get back. Don't worry, it's going to be fine. 
I'd appreciate that. Okay, great. Good luck. Bye-bye. Thanks again for giving me a chance. That's great. Please go. Okay. Are you the housekeeper here? No, no. Listen. Listen. No, I'm a guild member. Okay. On a technicality, yes. but yes, I'm a guild please member. Tell me again, what, what, what have you slain? Well, uh, well, it's a, it's, it's, uh, we can, we can, no, uh, very abbreviated, well, just a short, can you just say the, the word the biggest, of what it is? Maybe the biggest thing that yes. you just the biggest just one. what is it? It was a warg who almost oh. absconded with my boyfriend, Aldor, and at the last minute I interceded. You killed Got someone it. who was sleeping with your boyfriend? No, no, it was a warg, uh, a warg. Okay. It's a, it's, it's a, is that a thing? It's a we thing. We haven't encountered one of those, I It's a think. person that changes into animals, am I right? Uh, no, no, it's, it's a, a, a warg it's is... A, it projects itself into animals. Uh, in, in a certain book series, yes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm a very, I'm a very prolific reader. And I've never read in, wargs other than in that circumstance. Uh, in Twilight, that's yeah. true. That's in the fairy tale section of the library. Sparkles. Sparkles in the sun. <laughs> <laughs> wargs in this world are essentially a, a a side breed of large bulbous wolf-like entities. Oh, a bulbous direwolf. <laughs> oh, you said wolf. Bloated wolf. It's a large Basically. wolf. Well, that's okay. a large, it's not quite direwolf. No, size. yeah, that's like a, gas, a gaseous wolf. Like for instance, out of care, out of character here outside of the world. In Lord of the Rings, the things that the orcs ride. Yeah. Oh, they're really scary. Oh. Uh, it was it was quite a, a, a situation, but it was either the, the warg or Aldor, and, and I would Wolf. do anything to save Aldor. Mm. Did, yes. did, what did he look like when you saw him? Was oh God, here we go again. No. A little dirty. I mean, he was he looked actually kind of frightened. Was, of he, the was he wearing like a, an armor, like a, a reddish sort of very? Did you have your glasses? It was hard to really focus on his armor okay. with all of his screaming and and, and whimpering. Panting. Really, mm. he is very brave. No, he yes, I, he he seemed like he would have been if it had been. Fine. He fought well. He fought bravely and he treated us fairly. Especially when he got burned by Tiberius. He lived. You, you burned my not the kind face. of boyfriend? Not the face. Not the face. I didn't do it. We need to talk more about this on the road, but we should get going. Let's certainly start yes, talking. Let's do. <laughs> As you all leave, the Huntmaster expectantly waiting for you to exit the guild oh. hall, you find yourself uh, out amongst the streets of Asselheim uh, with no particular direction and where to find okay. a white dragon hey, in three days. Three days. Three days. Three days. Hey, Vex. Can any of us sense a dragon within well, six that's miles? That's what of I'm here? doing. Oh, I'm here. Sure. <laughs> I know. Oh yes, I can cast locate creatures. Oh, too. that works too. Yes, yeah, let's do it. Both okay. Do we need? Okay. Do we need some sort of uh, anything for you to cast the spell? Oh like no, a, I have all my ingredients. No, but I mean, do you need to know something of of what you're trying to locate, or does it just um, work on name alone? As per the locate uh, creature spell, uh, it can only locate creatures within a thousand feet of the ritual that is completed. Um, but it lo locates them with pinpoint accuracy. Oh, that's great. Well, that's well then, then we can use it in conjunction. Let's, let's get because close. I can use primeval awareness and find any dragons within six miles. Can I try to grow my beard real quick? Hmm? What? Can I try to grow my beard? You can grow yes. my beard. Sometimes. Not really. 33. <gasps> That's better. 33. Um, at this point, and you guys noticed it and didn't make a mention because for some of you it was just a very dire morning, but since Grog woke up this morning, he had a very, very nice coat of somewhat bristly, translucent, um, not very attractive facial hair, but a facial hair by definition. Um, it's like fishing line coming out of his face. I'm a damn pirate now, watch out. <laughs> <laughs> like right. a 14-year-old whose father doesn't love him enough to teach him how to groom him. That's dark. There's a story there. Percy <laughs> <laughs> seen some shit. <laughs> 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 There's no parental issues over here. None. 
<laughs> wow. So, um, can I do that? All then? right. You can. So you, 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 along with you know, trinket by your side, you find a small space. I can't find his exact location, but I can. You can How gather far are the general. How from the wood at this point? Uh, you, you are still in the city of Asselheim. Uh, you're in the Quad Roads district, which is kind of the most central portion of the city. Um, this is kind of the Arathis-driven area. Um, you're about a 15-minute walk from the nearest walls that exit out into the Basque Timberland. 15. All right. I mean, do I know anything about where the dragon might be, or you have no idea? This would be this would be one of those occasions where your best bet would be research or asking around. Okay. Dragon. So can I? But can I? <laughs> Rick. Nope. Yes. Nope. Nope. Don't do that. So you take a moment, you ground yourself, and you kind of place your hands on the dirt and and take in the general. Uh, feel of all natural creatures and unnatural beasts that you're attuned to in the vicinity. Um, you focus on the essence of what is dragon and dragon kin, dragon kind, um, and find that within the six mile radius, there is nothing that catches your attention. Shit. Yeah. All right. L- Lyra, ah. Lyra, Lyra, Lyra. Lyra, I'm thank sorry. you for asking because sorry. some people just don't care. Yes, yes. Well, I, I want to get it right. <laughs> Who you you're uh, you li- you've been living here for quite some time, I imagine. Well, I grew As up here um, with my uncle, Uncle Randy. Would you you want to go meet him? No, no probably not. No, no unless no. he is knowledgeable about dragons. I was going to ask you, where should we go to ask who uh, who might know things about the woods, about the wilds, about where dragons might keep? That is a very good question. I would say outdoor, but he will not talk to me. Um, so. That's unfortunate. <laughs> it is really. Do you want to talk about it? Because I can use some advice. <laughs> Zora, what about you? Do you know about dragons? We could have some girl talk dragons. later. But right no, now, focus I on the dragon. I, okay. I don't know where the dragons are, but I'm, well, I'm so sorry. I did not mean to interrupt, but I do, I can use... Uh, beast speech, and so if we come close to anything, I could ask potentially to understand, maybe there, get there, an idea. Well, there may be somebody at the abundant terrace um, who might know something about the woods and direction. Okay. That might be a good place to start. It's a okay. section of town where um, it's you know they they concentrate on uh, yes. So we can go there. <laughs> All right, let's do that. Yes. Let's go there, please, God. All right, so uh, in, in, in following Lyra uh, towards the Abundant Terrace, which is on the western side of the town, this area is very different in visual style. As soon as you approach this kind of small hill that leads into the terrace proper, it is almost entirely farmland. In this strange, harsh environment, there is something about this entire district that is structured to be the source of vegetation and crops and essentially feeding a large portion of the population here. Um, you also see there are a series of small uh, temple towers and uh, statues that are focused around a particular deity. Uh, I want you guys to go ahead and roll religion real fast. Just roll it 20. And add your religion. Oh. Yeah. Starting off yeah. well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right first roll. <laughs> The first roll is not good. 23. Oh, All right. Um, 22. Which, you know this information, but before you can even say it, as you're eagerly to mention, um, you sense that there is the worship of Melora here. Um, Melora, which is uh, sort of the goddess of wilderness and the sea, and is one of the five, soon to be six, of uh, Pike's Temple raises, uh, deities that essentially rule the, the, the belief system and, and lifestyle of the city of Vastelheim. Um, and so through the blessing and touch of Melora in this, this district, they're able to treat the land as magically fertile territory to grow. Um, and you gather upon stepping inside that there are, there's a cluster of, of 
kind of dirty looking, but very, very cluttered and busy uh, taverns, inns, general stores. It's like the like the entire portion of the town that isn't uh, that portion of the, of the district that isn't farmland is just jammed into this one little corner. Um, go ahead and make an investigation check. Six. Twenty-one. Oh. Uh, Twenty-two. Twenty. Percy. Seventeen. 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 All right. Um, you guys kind of split up a little bit briefly to try and find more information. Uh, one of the groups that coalesces uh, is Vex, Scanlan, and Lyra. The three of you uh, come upon a place called the Midnight Breath Tavern. Uh, you step inside and speak for a bit, and eventually you uh, you meet the co-owner, uh, a gentleman named Dagon who is uh, an, an older uh, human. He has uh, what looks like a, a, a reddish, but somewhat patchy red and brown beard. Um, a couple scars on his body, but nothing like battle-worn, more just you know, a person who's existed in this harsh landscape for a while. Um, and you guys are asking around and talking about dragons, mentioning dragons, and somebody points in his direction and says, Oh, dragon! <laughs> you don't want to talk to Dagon about that. He's the one who sees dragons. Sees them. Hmm. Let's go. Yeah, I'll walk over to Dagon. Well, you're not with us, are you? No. Well, you're with us. me. We're still wandering about. Like <laughs> you guys are wandering about that. Friends with me. Are we outside? Uh, you, you, got, you guys are in the process of kind of asking around. You'll, you'll meet up with them in just a moment. So thank just to move them. You look, you're very attractive. Use your wiles. Oh, thank you. Okay. The wiles <laughs> kill. <laughs> uh, Dagon, is, is that your name? That's my name. Oh. Um, I've heard many things about your knowledge uh, of, of dragons. Dragons? Yes. You've, you've seen it. You've seen the dragons. I have seen dragons, and they suck. You hear a couple snickers down the bar, and you just, shut the hell up. Unless you like them. Do you like them? No, no one around here likes a dragon okay, probably. Right, At least none that I've come across. No, I swear it. I swear it. I saw this one. All right. I was up north, mm. about two days travel northwest to here uh, via the, uh, the Glasswalk Road. That's two days travel horseback, mind you. The Glasswalk Road. Uh, the Glasswalk Road, yeah. Yes, of course. I was, I was heading to Moldire to you know, visit my brother. Some of my family more lives up in that northern area. It's freezing cold, too, too chilly for my tastes. But uh, I was going to visit, and uh, more than two days up there, a nasty blizzard blows in out of nowhere. It just starts. Wrecking the entire roadside, slick with ice, we decided to go ahead and make camp, me and a couple of the others who were journeying with me. Uh, we head off the road, set up a small camp, throw up some tents, and thankfully, at least within the canopy of the forest, it's, it's easy enough for us to, to escape the barrage or the elements. But it was a very, very cold night. Our uh, a fire began to go out, and we were a little worried. And then there was a dragon. Yeah, get to the dragon. I'm sorry. Hold on, let me tell my story. I'm sorry, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry, I don't know him that well. It's all right, I'm used to it. And a voice over there says, hey, it's like, you, I will kick you I out. I believe that you I saw a dragon, and I believe that it was white because you were in a blizzard, right? Am I right? Am I right? I'll get to that. Patience. Now, we're sitting there, and you get the feeling around you, there's like eight of the people around this tavern who are all like facing their hands. <laughs> like, the story's probably been told dozens of times, over and over again. Um, so partway into the night, we're trying to keep warm through this. Suddenly we hear this terrifying roar that just strikes across the sky. We can hear it over the blistering sound of the snow and sleet battered against our tent. I rush outside to take a look. Not sure what to find, but instead, 
I assume it looks to be a pack of four dire wolves converging on our camp. Large, nasty Very beasts. much like a warg, if you will. Yes. Warg-like, a little larger, yes. Okay. How but large, do you want to tell, uh, how large proportionally would you say that it was, uh, no? Okay, go, go, keep going. Well, no, I mean, if you want to know, if I'm warg versus dire wolf, warg's still pretty large, about, you know, a good I know, three, I've four, seen one. Yes. You know what happened with me? I got into the guild. Oh, God, Wait, there actually, we go. Mm, okay, yes, go Excellent. on. Dragon's name on the org way. Oh. <laughs> so, this pack of dire wolves are converging on them. I, I myself am fearful, but I know that if I'm going to make a stand, now's the time to do it. So I reach yes. over and I draw my dagger, prepare oh, myself to defend. That's a giant dagger if I've ever seen one. <laughs> Thank you. The, he resheathes it. <laughs> um, uh, his little blush to his cheeks. Um, and I, I prepared myself to, uh, to accept possible defeat, these terrifying beasts. Then a secondary war breaks out, this time not from around, but above. Incoming, streaking out of the clouds above, I see, believe me, a dragon, wingspan, huge claws. I and would teeth never have guessed that's where that was going. White dragon? White is the snow that encased the skyline. It streaks down and snatch! Takes one of the wargs in its jaws. Listen, the warg screeching about angrily. It throws it into the air, and from its mouth cascades a blistering, freezing cascade of ice and sleet. The warg itself freezes in midair before it can plummet. The creature then closes its jaws, snatching down on that warg and biting it in two. In one fell stroke, as the pieces of ice clatter to the ground, the rest of the works scatter. I believe that dragon saved our life that night. Well, that's great. In the climate-ravaged world of 2072, the city of Pura stands as a miraculous green haven. Pura is a geoengineered paradise that protects its fortunate residents from the global catastrophes of heat domes, fires, floods, and droughts. In a time when the world outside is unsafe, it's vital for Pura's existence that people rally behind the purpose of the city, and Demetria Lopez, head of the city's public relations, tirelessly promotes its idyllic image. But when she stumbles on a dark secret that, if exposed, would be the downfall of Pura's existence, she must decide who and what she's willing to protect. From Wondery, the makers of Academy and Dr. Death, The Last City stars actors Ray Seahorn, Jeannie Tirado, and Maury Sterling. Follow The Last City on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can binge all episodes of The Last City early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery+. Plus. Are you ready to shop? Rakuten's Big Give Week is back. Get 15% back at hundreds of stores, and it's all happening this week, May 6th to May 13th. It's the perfect time to shop for everything on your list for spring and summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. I know I'm using this week to stock up on some warmer weather essentials at Ray-Ban and Ulta, and I love that Rakuten even helps me save on travel at sites like Hotels.com. Rakuten really is the best way to shop, and you can save even more by stacking cash back on top of deals. Plus, during Big Give Week, that cash back is bigger than ever. With Rakuten, membership is free, and when you sign up and shop today, you get an extra 10% cash back boost. That's an extra 10% cash back on top of the 15% cash back. You won't see higher cash back rates than these. Go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app. R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. Hello, fans of Dungeons & Dragons and Actual Play Podcasts. 
Lovers of lore-rich storytelling, phenomenal characters, and grand adventures. The Homebrew, a D&D play podcast, would like to invite you to check out our actual play. We're a top-charting podcast with a thriving community and over 200 hours of epic story for you to binge. I catch up on. The Homebrew is a D&D 5th edition campaign reskinned as a huge sci-fi space opera. Join us anywhere podcasts are found by searching The Homebrew, a D&D play podcast. One more time, that's The Homebrew, a D&D play podcast. How did you make it uh, um, back without dying? Well, apparently Dragon had a fill and the uh, dire wolves went off, so we packed up and went right on back. Never made it to Moldai. Did the, did the dragon keep flying uh, in the direction of the, the glass walk road, or did it go east or west or which way? I have no idea, actually. We just ran. We turned tail and got the hell out of there as fast as we could. Right. That was quite Thank a you, story. Sir. That was story. Quite. Really you believe story. me? You believe me on this? We, we believe. Not only do we believe you, but we want to tell others of this. In fact, I'm a bit of a performer. I may write a song about your exploits. Could you? Actually, could I roll for um, perception or insight to see if he's telling the truth on everything? Go ahead and roll insight. Boom. <coughs> Uh, yeah. Oh, oh, uh, two, no, uh, 17. 17. No, that is a 17, no, is that a 17? It's 11. That's 11. 17. 17. All right, um, he seems not, not the most complicated man, so reading his intent is easier than a lot of individuals you've had to uh, keep an eye on previously. He is eager to tell the story and is in full belief. The frustration and, and, and the only things that detract from his childlike excitement at telling this tale is his moments of side-looking frustration to the other members of the tavern that uh, do not take him seriously, it seems. But Dagan does seem to be truthful, right. at least believing in what he's saying to you. Thank you so much for your information. I uh, And I take a gold coin, I'm just like, is this enough? Yes, that's good, thank you. So we will be going. Can I um, just perception and see how heavy that bag of gold actually looks? Just, I just want to know. Make a perception check. <laughs> I wonder all the gold does, please. Ooh. <laughs> uh, 24. 24. Uh, as she reaches into a pouch, <laughs> there is a, a rather large, visibly bulging uh, pouch to her side that is in no way, shape, or form even attempting to be covertly hidden. Mm. Um, She's got a Scrooge McDuck bag? <laughs> Seemingly. I love, does it make her limp? I'm so sorry. Yes, guys, we are going to have to get some warm clothing. It seems like that. Yes, so let's go shopping. Good. I love this plan. No. Yes. Uh, Dagan. Dagan. It is Dagan. Remember the name Dagan for you. I will. I will definitely write a song. I can write it down for you. Uh, no, I can remember that. Uh, uh, but will we have any trouble finding this place? Uh, would we need a guide? Someone who's possibly been there before? Would that make the journey... Oh, I ain't going back. <laughs> Y'all's crazy if you're going back there. Okay. I would say just look look for where the blizzard's coming from. That seemed to be the harbinger of the beast. Go to the blizzard. Two days on horseback or two days walking? Two days on horseback. Oh. Up, up the glass walk. Oh my gosh, we'll have to get horses too. Yes. Well, uh, let's go. Does, does the guild uh, give... Give We've only got three days. Um, <laughs> as far as you know, 
Uh, horses are provided to full-fledged hunting members. Uh, you got the feeling in your very, very brief preparation for this that part of the test was to secure your own transportation. Lovely. So I think we're on our own. Okay. Um, I mean, I, uh, I, I think it's just part of our perseverance to, to prove that we are worthy of being. I mean, I'm in the guild. Just to yes. be clear, but you're um, a member. We're just going to have. Yes, I am a member. Yes, Did I you hear how I got in? It's really a. No, I heard story. it was sort of a technicality. Oh, it was. I can't wait to hear. Okay. Lady <laughs> around the campfire. Yes. Will you? Uh, you could sing uh, about. I, I could Maybe. if you if you told me the details. Yes. Um, or you know what? See, I do forget a lot. Maybe you could just write them down quietly to yourself and just give me a note. Okay. Later. As long as it's a love story between me and Aldor, I'll tell you how to spell it. Okay. Well, let's go meet the rest of the group. Thank right. you, Dagon. As we're leaving, I, I walk up behind Lyra and I put my hands on her shoulder, and then I reach down and grab her bag of gold, and I <clears throat> and look down to it and I say. You might want to keep a better eye on this, darling. There are very, very nasty people around. Oh my goodness. You're traveling with some of them. Um, I didn't take anything. I'm simply letting you know. That is so nice of you. I'm going to buy you the prettiest cloak as thanks. Thank you so much. Okay. You have lovely eyes. Thank you. I lo I've never had a friend before. This is so great. <laughs> Maybe when we shop, you can tell me all about Aldo. Oh, yeah. oh my gosh, he is so handsome. What are you doing? As you guys step out of the tavern, uh, you walk up to the uh, other members of your party, uh, Zara, Grog, and Percy. Oh, God. Uh. So what have you discovered? <laughs> Northwest, cold, blizzard. dragon, blizzard. It Two ices days, we need horses. We'll You're definitely right. need some sort of protection against ice attacks. Right. I have a question. I'm not good with numbers, but it's a two-day's journey there. Yeah. And a two days journey back. We do have an airship. Mm. Is that four? And we have three days to do this in? Don't we have an airship? How are we going to do that exactly? I mean, I'm do not the brightest in the you, you do know that contracts complete upon the uh, the quarry being slain. Uh, as, as oh, oh, we, have three, we have three days to get home. It's it's hard. You were two days, you were to, get two days to get there and one day to slay it. Thereabouts. Yeah, yeah. Well, one, is that about it? Yeah. When, once the creature is actually slain and the pieces are harvested, um, then the contract is completed. Then you can take your time returning. They're good. Great. We can ride it down the mountain. <laughs> really? No. Well, where can we get some horses up in this? We need horses. Yes. We need cloaks. We need warm we definitely need some furs. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I have words. actually. I have warm cloaks um, for the parties and. Half of our parties in here, so we can have them. Ah, will you need some cold weather clothes? I believe so. Zara? I believe it, it would be nice. And Lara, did you bring anything? Well, I can go by my uncle's house and get pretty much anything. Yeah. Um, oh, uh, wait, would he have enough for us? Oh, well, goodness, he's the trade ambassador um, <gasps> to here. It's funny, we have a lot of warehouses. It's so fun to go. Let's go do that. Yes. Wait, wait, let's go do so that. So does he give discounts to family members? Oh, I can just, you know, I can, I, I I can persuade him to. Uh, Lyra, I think we're going to be best friends. Wait a bury the Lyra, lead. does he have access to horses? Um, I don't. You haven't ever had any sort of discussions with them in regards to horses. Yes. Um, you know there are a few liveries throughout town, but you don't think you have any family ties to them directly. Uh, it's not you know not not directly. I mean, it's trade more than that. Yeah, uh, so we. But this I is know your uncle places. Randy. Uncle Randy, yes, you know about him. <laughs> his legend. He's the trade ambassador. His legend has been yes. so far and wide. Oh, it's so fantastic. He's so kind-hearted. He took me in when I was. Anyway, we'll talk about it over fire camp. <laughs> yes. Come on, everybody. So, um, we camps. find can we find horses in the area? Uh, a, brief, a brief look about, you find a livery not too far from uh, the outskirts of this district. Yes. Um, and uh, the as you enter, the gentleman who runs it there is, is eager. It's like, well, can you go ahead and buy some more? Well, certainly. 
Well, don't well, we rent renting, them? Well, let's rent them for a week. Thinking about renting is uh, this area. If you're riding out with horses, a lot of them don't make their way back. Well, so. how about we rent them, and then if they don't make their way back, we'll pay you the difference. We'll leave you a hefty deposit. Uh, may I? That could possibly work, yes. Yeah. I could cast a I... suggestion. Oh, try it, do it. I'm telling you. <laughs> Did, are you all right? Am I all right? No, to, go to, for it. You go for it. I cast suggestion. Okay, so while you're in this conversation, you go ahead and stay back and you make a few symbols with your fingers, whispering under your breath. You uh, complete the suggestion spell. What's the DC of your spells? It should be on the top of your spell page. Uh, the top of your your actual like sheet that has a list, all oh. the things listed. Got a bunch of D17. D17. All right. What do you want to suggest? Oh. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> You shall lend us the horses, knowing that we shall take very good care of them. We may keep them for as long as we like. As you're having this conversation, he kind of looks up at the group and goes, no, you, you know what? You all look like a very trustworthy group, and uh, I wouldn't want wouldn't to you know, breed any sort of ill will for future business. Uh, right, I mean, Uncle Randy, after all. I'll tell you what, I'll give you the horses, rental, half price, I trust you bring them back. Don't worry about any sort of deposit. I, I believe you're trustworthy folk. Wow, thank That's you, lovely. sir. So for six horses, uh, we're looking for a rental price of around, uh, say, fifty gold for the lot rental. <laughs> Done. We can Wait, save well, a little if I uh, if I shared a horse yeah. with you. Oh, what? Uh, no, no, I'd rather have my own horse. Thank okay. you. Okay, thank you. You can ride with me, Stan. No, but um, Trinket, <laughs> um, does Trinket is he? Shut down. Is he right? Is he as fast as a horse? <laughs> Trinket would probably have be struggling to keep up with you guys. Well, how should we leave Trinket? No, I oh, always want to leave. Why Trinket? do you always want to leave? <laughs> you he he, he, he only him. almost dies every time. I know he almost dies every time I put him in battle. I think he's adorable, and it would be really nice to have him along. You guys, it's so beautiful to see the friendship that you have. If I had that with another person, say Aldor, Aldor it would be. Oh god! Do you have any Clydesdales or giant horses for me, Begonia? Not getting a cat by any chance. Just just a suggestion. I I think we could probably facilitate. (laughs) I I can't say it'll have much of a shelf life, depending on how much you ride it. But that's uh, what people say about me. That's fine. He pulls out a very, very nice-looking war horse that looks like it's designed to carry very heavy soldiers. Still unproven as to whether or not it'll be able to carry you, but we shall see. Yeah. Um, if, and, and once again, the, the, the horse travel wasn't like two days of straight gallop. It was oh, you know, okay. a, 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 a casual trot in which Trick could probably so keep up, that? but you guys might have to take a break every now and then, because okay. it's still a bit. <laughs> we're gonna make him earn it. Don't you want to ride oh. I've got like five more. It's, I've, I've been saving them up for this entire game. Uh, what? For every bear nothing. pun, every bear pun that happens, oh, an angel loses pun. its wings. So, may we give, give you our gold? And yes, yes, know. here's our gold. Certainly, certainly, I'll give you your horses. Um, wait, who's, who's, uh, who's The party is But it, But have our parties here, so... Oh, just, don't, don't, I'll just do it. There oh, you go. Thank, thank you. you. Oh, Bye-bye. Oh, thank, thank you. That's so generous. Yeah, it's you know, that's oh, excellent. Thanks, Lyra. Lyra. Well done, Lyra, very good. Now, I need to talk with you. When we go out, are we are we leaving yet? <laughs> yes. Uh, the, the, the stable boy is just bringing horses over. The rest of you begin like putting all your materials up and kind of you know strapping them to the saddles. And what did you want to do? Listen, Missy, I am the leader of this, and the fact that you pulled out a spell and did not say and it's just it's just not even the way I want to conduct my 
team. So you, if you are going to use uh, underhanded tactics, you need to clear them with me first because I'm the leader. My spellcasting is actually overhand, but oh. <laughs> I understand. And I shall keep that in mind, and I do apologize. Really? I think Yes, so. I apologize very deeply, very, very sincerely. Who's just a leader? I did it. Well done. Yeah, you're going to have a great journey. <laughs> that was impressive. You put her in her place, asserted yourself, but you were, but polite, right? you were firm but fair. Firm but you were fair. firm but fair. I am firm very, fair, yes. very nervous that somebody's going to die when we find this jacket. Uh, I hope it's me. So horse is ready, mounted up. You guys gather all the materials. You ride up uh, back through the, uh, the the braving grounds to the northwestern uh, exit uh, to the outside wall. Anything else? So protection against ice magic. Does anybody have stuff that like works for that? We needed to go to Uncle Randy's. Do you know any? Oh yes. Well, we were going to go get. Uh, some... That's right. Yeah, we're going to go to the warehouse that, that's on the on the out edge of the district. Okay. Uh, where we're going? We're going to get some, you know. Uh, furs and all this sort of stuff. Easy enough. Uh, you guys follow uh, Lyra down to the outside of the quad roads. There is one warehouse she goes to, she knocks on the door, uh, and as it opens up, you can see a, a rather calmly looking gentleman uh, with uh, a nice, soft, uh, almost like a like a, like a purple-blue beret, a um, little bit of a, a, a heavy set, and a neck bulge that kind of rests over the, the top of his, his little doublet, and he, he opens it, he looks up. Yeah, what can I? Oh, Lyra. Oh my gosh, how are you? Oh, what oh. do you want this time? Well, it's funny, because I finally got an assignment with the guild, can you believe it? It's like, whoa. No, oh, I can't believe it. Oh, really? <laughs> but good for you. Thank you. So anyway, me and my friends, because they're my friends now. You know what, she's sort friends. of our leader. I'm yes. You must know, Randy. Right? He gives a very, very long, Judgmental, mistrusting look across all five of you. Should we call you Uncle? <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> you, you know what, Mr. Randy? We had our doubts about you. Well, no, 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 he's not my uncle. No, no, no. My uncle is not here. He's just, this is, this oh. is one of his uh, oh. managers. Yeah, mm. very important. Oh, I'm sorry. Gonna be, uncle Randy is going to eat his hat, isn't he? I got a leadership position. <laughs> Anyway, what do you need, Lyra? <laughs> we're going into the we're going to the blizzard. Can you believe that? And you know how much I hate the cold, but we do need to be provisioned. So, what do we have in the crates that we can help? He closes the door. <laughs> a, minute, a minute goes by. <laughs> Did you? Um, I thought two minutes go by. Oh, he's gonna oh. hook us up. He's gonna hook us up. Really? Really? I, I cast. Uh, what? I use mask of many faces, oh. and oh. I. Disguise myself oh. as Uncle Frank. Uncle, Uncle Randy. Uncle Randy. <laughs> Frankly, Bob, yeah. Peter, I am Uncle, Uncle Randy. Frank anymore. Right. You have you have not seen Uncle Randy? Oh, balls! Which is the only downside to that. Balls. Um, There's no pictures on the wall anywhere I can look at outside. Just Your go great on Facebook. Facebook. Beautiful. This is it where like he sells Palmer. things. Great. Un unfortunately, no. But if there's any other form you would like to take, you're welcome to. Oh, bloody um, hell. I'm going to oh, knock loudly. Well, this is oh, just yes. very, this is egg on face situation. He's looking for stuff, right? The door opens at this point, kind of almost pushing you back on your heels. You catch yourself as he comes out carrying a large oh, oh, pile oh. of what look like relatively well-kept uh, furs and thick leather cloaks and just kind of shoves them into your arms. 
Be safe, little one. Bye. Closes the door. Bye. Try and get him back in one piece. That's crazy. crazy. You, you, I came through, guys. I came through. You did. You did. Just remember, I came through. Okay. We'll we'll write right. a good comment card when we get back. Definitely. Can I get the one that slit up the back? Can we tell it that's whip about? All right, we're loaded up. We've got horses. We've got healing potions. We've got loaded for bear, as it were. Oh, great. Trinket's mm-hmm. wonderful. Yes, he is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> kind of like nuzzles up alongside, but... Shall we uh, go. set off? Yes. yes. Let's head off. Let's do Do you want to go. go one more time to the Braving Grounds, Grog, and just no. play your hand against... Uh, no? Why don't we slay the dragon first? All right. And then yeah. he can punch Since we're things. on, you know, a time crunch. You're right, you're right. There is a... Everyone's good on weapons. I haven't finished yes. my training montage yet. <laughs> <laughs> I've got to run through the snow. I've got to do pull-ups on trees. Inverted sit-ups. Even through the parallel along the glass pan road, glass walk road, glass walk. You embark upon the glass walk road, which forms right in the outskirts of the Braving Grounds. You are let through the front gates to the outside to the Vasper Timberland, and this is the first time you've actually seen a formal road. Uh, that is carved and at least traversed enough that the Timberland hasn't completely consumed it. You can still see various tree roots and branches are progressively, you know, almost uh, angrily pushing in towards uh, the scape, but you get the feeling based on the cuts that whoever goes through here, or at least some people go through here, they keep it relatively well kept for travel up north. Um, you ride out into it and the canopy almost completely encloses it, so it's, a, it's like a tunnel of very dense uh, tree, uh, vine, and, uh, you know, Kind of leaf structure. Um, you push forward out into the uh, the cold air and begin to ride for the remainder of the day. A good eight or nine hours hit before the chill begins to grow. The sun begins to find itself setting across the far mountains, uh, and the forest around you grows darker and darker still. Um, Probably make. Camp. I think we should make camp. Should we make camp? <laughs> yes, we should make camp. I shall take first watch. I have a firewood bundle that we can make a fire with. There's also lots of wood around, Gronk. Yes. And I have an axe. Let's do that instead. <laughs> <laughs> can I find a really tiny tree and start hacking away at it? Tiny? Yeah, tiny. We don't, we don't need to kill like grandpa tree. We'll kill baby tree. All right. Keyleth would be proud. <laughs> don't, how about don't brother. tell Keyleth? <laughs> you guys uh, get off of the, the main road as that's probably not a very good area to be out in the open. Uh, you find, after about a five, ten minute walk, a small opening, uh, and along the way you find a, a tree that looks viable. There's a small slope of hill that heads up to, a, to an upper platform area, maybe about five, ten feet up, and a small opening that you think would be a fitting place to put a fire that wouldn't be in danger of setting any of the nearby vegetation aflame. Um, you go ahead and start looking for firewood. Uh, just go to make an athletics roll. Sixteen. All right. Uh, after a good 15-20 minute period, relatively brief for most folk, you come back with a nice, hefty stack of firewood from the driest small tree you could find. Oh, good job, hey, Zora. Well, well done. Impressed? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Cord strength to you, sir. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, throwing the wood down, you begin to set up small stones into a fire pit establishment and begin building a fire just as the entirety of the uh, the sun disappears behind the, the distant mountain range. 
At this point, the temperature has gotten extremely cold, and most of you begin to pull up your winter cloaks and kind of get your bedrolls ready for an evening's bit of rest. Um, is there anything in particular that you guys want to do before the uh, the night and sleep take you? I would like to go out. What is, has the moon risen? Uh, about two hours into nightfall, you can see a gentle bit of moonlight begin to appear off the distant horizon to the uh, kind of northeast you can gather from your position. It's hard to see because the trees are so thick, but you kind of take a moment to walk through and you can see little bits of the moonlight peeking. Just bask in what little rays I can for 10, 15 minutes before retiring. All right. Um, anything else you guys wish to do? I'm going to change my, uh, my stone, my, uh, my transmuter stone, Ooh. to be resisting ice. Oh, that's really that's good. good. I need something like that. <clears throat> Alrighty. Do we have any magic stuff that I have makes a, us resistant? I have a, a ring of protection. I yes. have that around the camp. Oh, well, the ring of protection is an actual ring you wear. Oh, I have a ring. Yes, you do. <laughs> and, it and it protects yeah. you. Yep. <laughs> See, I'm learning everything. <laughs> oh, you do? Mm. Oh, yours is normal. Mm. Very helpful. Um, yeah, that's, we don't really like ice-resisting things outside of that. Damn, all right. Or fire spells. Fire spells will be very... Oh, I have a fire spell. Excellent. That's how I took down the ward. So anyway, we were in the forest, oh. and... <coughs> how how powerful is it? Is it Because I, I can conjure something that it would be very... Uh, too large for this particular. I, I mean, I think a fireball would not help here. I can do firebolt, but there's really no use in doing oh, that. Oh, starting right a fire? I, I could start the fire. Oh, do we not have we a fire going? Oh, yeah, we have a fire. Oh, okay. no, was, when we, you guys look over and Grog is sitting there like <laughs> rubbing wood together. Grog, one second. Here. No, I'm probably getting so close. <laughs> I take all the joy out of everything. As the ranger, who is very well uh, experienced in surviving in woodland areas, starts the fire that had taken you uh, a good five, six minutes of aggressively fighting against the, the, the water-soaked wood. Uh, of this woodland, she likes the flames. I warmed it up first. Thank you, Grog. You did. You yeah. really did. You're welcome. All right. Is anyone keeping watch? I'll yes. keep watch. Oh. All right. So you're taking first watch. I'll take first uh, watch. She had, uh, Zara had volunteered Zara had for first, first watch. I'll take okay. second watch. You can take second watch. All right. So Zara <laughs> takes first watch. Percy takes second watch. Can I? Can I watch with Zara? If you'd like to. Third watch. Third watch for God. All right. No watch. I, I'm, I would take watch just for the record, but I just You just sleep. You need your beauty rest. <laughs> I'm sleeping, yes, thank you. You're gonna be clear for leading tomorrow. I really need my head clear, and I just um, cannot function without sleep. There was one time when I... Oh, oh man, yes. no, no, yeah. I think, uh, shall we? <laughs> yes. First watch, Percy. <laughs> no. Oh, was it you and I? I'm, I'm second so watch. Oh. All right, as the rest of you make your bedrolls prepared and kind of gathered around the fire, um, eventually drift off to sleep. Vex and Zara are left awake. <laughs> Do you need help carrying your purse, your bag? Oh no, it's quite comfortable against my side, actually. Could I, could I feel how heavy it is? It's not heavy at all, we don't have anything in it, darling. Oh, right. Where do you come from? Ah. <laughs> um. I come. We just don't see very many tieflings around here. I know, I come from very far away. It took quite a long time for me to get here. <laughs> I come from the land of Ferin. Ferin? Yes. Very far off, mountainous, dark, very dark. 
And you left because? Uh, my father was killed. And I was left to my own in the woods. So I left. Well, that sounds familiar. Oh, it does? Yes, actually. Why? Why is that? My mother was killed. She was? Yes. By whom? A dragon. I wonder if it was white. I wonder if it was. Yeah. I mean... What about your father? My father's alive. And what is he? An asshole, actually. <laughs> really? Mine was an asshole too. Really? He was. He was a dark wizard. He was awful. Oh, wow. Mine's just a jerk. Kept me in a cage. Zara. I know. Getting a bit personal here on fire. Sorry. <laughs> I thought we were bonding. <laughs> here, have some food. Thank you. God, what is this? Mm, disgusting. Grog found it. I don't know. It's uh, wood. Is it wood? <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, at least it's elm. <laughs> As you guys munch and, and awkwardly make your way through conversation through the evening, eventually your watch comes to a close and you guys are able to go to rest. Uh, Percy, you take up second watch. I do. Um, about Three, four hours go by um, <laughs> without incident. Eventually, your watch comes to a close. Uh, you found yourself just past uh, the the middle of the night period of the evening. Who has the third watch? Was that? I did. Right. All right. Wake so. up, Grog. What? Oh, oh, sorry. Is he always this loud? Yes. yes. All right. Keep sleeping. I mean, keep sleeping. You're safe while I'm out. Aldor, what? Huh? <laughs> As the rest of you maintain or continue your sleep, uh, Grog keeps a very watchful eye in the darkened woods around. Um, Grog, go make perception check. Shit. Me? Yes. Oh, he's the worst. Oh, see everything. Yes. Minus <laughs> sixteen. Sixteen. That's okay. good. Um, all right. As you're keeping your eyes around you for any sort of dangerous or uh, <laughs> <laughs> encroaching villainy, uh, the fire itself is slightly mesmerizing in its pattern, and you uh, kind of looking off left to right. You hear a slight snapping of a twig about 15, 20 feet off from the camp. I'll go to check it out by myself. What? Okay. You stand up, lifting your axe, and begin to take a few steps away from the camp. As you turn around one of the nearby tree trunks, uh, the first thing you're greeted by in the darkness, uh, do you have dark vision? I've lo I've low, wait, the dwarven belt of beard power gives me, um, I have dark vision out to a range of 60 feet. You wow. do. So, so as you turn the corner, um, you get, about a step before you notice about 15 feet away from Beard you. Beard tingles. There is a very large fur-covered uh, uh, wolf-like creature that is, is it a wolf? snarling at you with bony protrusions from parts of its body. It stands from, uh, from ground to the top of its shoulder, almost up to your entire height. Um, and it is currently snarling, and behind it you can see there are two 
very gingerly stepping humanoid figures in the darkness. <laughs> I yell out, PLAYTIME! <laughs> As you all wake up, we're going to go to our break. Hello, I'm Matthew Mercer, and you're listening to the Critical Role Podcast. I hope you're enjoying the adventures of Vox Machina. Now we return to the action. So, first and foremost, I would like everyone to roll initiative. Oh, Yay. God. Okay, How did I just I do immediately forget that's what we were doing? Okay. Oh, good. Roll it. I don't know how that's possible, but yeah. Shit. Should be a laser in there laser. somewhere. Oh yeah. So that way you can kind of vaguely say move me. I love it. Oh, I gotta put my glasses on. Yeah, it's far away. You mean Good your magic glasses? My magic glasses. Your spectacles. So it's so exciting. Already. So. Marriage, Felicia. This is fun. Come on. Thank you. <laughs> this is amazing. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> I guess. Cool. So, initiative rolls for everyone. Uh, there, there will be a mild surprise round here, except for Grog. Um, uh, but we have initiatives from here. Percy, what you got? Sixteen. Sixteen for Percy. Uh, Four. Eight. Okay, Labyrinth Scanlan. Eight. Holy crap! Yeah. Five. Oh God! Why you did we all roll terribly? Rolling terribly, terribly. Oh, this is wonderful. You're all gonna die. I'm happy I'm all gonna die. Never a good sign. I should have grabbed some of that dessert that's here. Sixteen. Just had a couple. Sixteen. They're great. And Percy, you were sixteen. Sixteen. Maybe your brother. All right. So, in this regard, what am I, Grog? You are actually going first. Everyone else, you're currently in the process of waking up, and so there's going to be a round before it gets to the rest of you. Wake up! Drink it, wakes up. Grog, you look at you, you see the the, uh, the big direwolf-like creature is currently staring at you across the way, and you see other entities, humanoid, coming towards you. As your dark vision allows you to take out their features, you can see these are very heavily fur-covered, dense leather armor, uh, protected, uh, roving band of straight up orcs that are currently converging on the campsite from the center of the, of the woods. What are you gonna do? You look like someone I just saw recently. I would like to rage, and I will charge the direwolf puppy thing and swing in its head with my great axe. <laughs> All right, so you, you, you immediately go into a Grog-style charge. You guys can hear Grog yelling in furious anger echoing through the nearby wood in the direction you heard his initial shot that woke you up. Grog, you rush forward towards the uh, the direwolf. Go ahead and make your uh, two attacks. Uh, twenty six. That hits. Ah, twenty five. Both hit. That was really good. Nice. Go ahead and roll some damage. Thank you. Uh, ten and uh, eighteen. Twenty eight. Great. Okay. So as you rush forward, your axe smack hits into the side of the direwolf, slamming into its shoulder. You can see as you pull the draw out, uh, draw the axe out of the wound. Uh, you've left a nice, hearty gash into the muscle tissue that holds its arm to its shoulder. Uh, the other one, as you bring the axe around the other side, it slams into the upper part of its back. It sinks a good three or four inches into it, and the direwolf <laughs> just reacts to the pain with the, with the guttural screech, and then looks up at you, releasing uh, its lips to part for uh, these nasty-looking, sharp, long dire uh, wolf fangs revealed. 
as it prepares itself to pounce back. That ends your turn. Yeah. Uh, and uh, as part of this round, the, the dire wolf is going to return as the two nearest orcs charge in to flank. Oh no. Uh, this guy's gonna move. One, two, three, six, can't quite get there. Is going to use his action to just dash in here and loom over. So as you're waking up, you see this orc come lumbering around from one of the trees with this giant club and just just gets in front of you. As you're freaking out, another one flanks around and comes up towards, towards Percy. Um, another one rushes up behind Scanlan there. And you see uh, behind another growl and a series of heavy footfalls as not quite an ogre, not quite an orc, like some sort of an ogre-orc crossbreed comes Walking behind one of the nearby oh trees. Oh no. To go up behind uh, oh, <laughs> Percy on that oh, side. Cord. And from the far end over here, another orc moves forward. Oh no. One, two, three, six. And he's going to use his action to Is this another orc? finish his movement here on Percy as well. Orcs. Oh okay. god! Are they attacking Percy? Uh, yes. Uh, currently, there are only, uh, there's only two attacks on you from the uh, this ogre like creature here and this orc. Uh, oh, that's, uh, that's not going to do very good. Um, that would be a nine. No. What's your AC? Yeah, eighteen. Eighteen. Yeah, it's not gonna hit. And then we also have. Oh, that'll be a twenty-two. Yeah, it's gonna hit. All right. So, so the giant kind of uh, ogreish type creature comes uh, comes rushing towards you, swings uh, with this giant club and slams the ground next to you as you manage to roll out of the way, get up to your feet. As you do, the uh, orc to the other side. Swings with a what looks like a, a heavy axe, and it nicks you in the side of the shoulder blade, dealing uh, twelve points of slashing damage. Mm. Mm. Uh, we have uh, <laughs> this guy just <laughs> barely except the Scanlan. Scanlan, as you're standing up, one of the orcs rushes up behind you, and you see he's holding uh, another large, double-handed great axe, and sing. <laughs> no, I don't want to get hurt <laughs> by you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, go ahead and roll the d10 to uh, reduce your speed attack modifier on that one. Where's the 10? Where does it come from? Is it a 10? I don't even know what a 10 is. Is it a 10? Roll the 24, by the way. Okay, so I reduced that by 2. 22. <laughs> yeah, so he's still hit, Yeah. but he got a song out of it. <laughs> Lucky bastard. Well, there you go. Um... All right, that'll come to uh, actually another 12 points of slashing damage as the axe ah, swings down. You manage to just pull out of the way so that it hits the armor and deflects, but it leaves a huge uh, gash in the front of the armor. Uh, and just the, sh the sheer weight of it kind of shook you for a second. Um, ah! <laughs> that'll bring us to Grog, who is currently being heavily flanked. First, the dire wolf is going to snatch at you because it is not happy with your series of attacks. Um, and with uh, pack tactics, it has advantage. Because it's 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 within five feet of their allies, so it's uh, it's bite attack against you with advantage is uh, it's an extra twenty. Oh no! Oh, no! Using my new critical roll dice. We're all gonna die. Thanks, chat room. Thank you. Yes. Yeah, it's <laughs> uh, twenty-one points of uh, piercing damage from the jaws, which is reduced by half because of your age. Yes. So uh, eleven. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, that's the finishes the dire wolf's turn. The two other orcs are also going to swing at you from the sides. So they have advantage because they're flanking you. Uh, that's going to be a seventeen. Misses. And then uh, a advantage on that one. 
16 also misses. They will just whoosh, whoosh, swinging at you. No effect. Nice. Uh, that completes the surprise round. The orcs have pounced onto your, your campsite. Back at the top of the order, we have Percy. What are you doing first? Oh my god. <laughs> Going to cry a little. Um, so I have three orcs, basically. There are two orcs and, and a god knows what. Yeah, it's, it's, it's too small to be an ogre, but it's too big to be an orc. A very unholy union of the two probably created this spawn. Um, the first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to take a uh, a fire shot to the right to that to that giant monstrosity and spend a grit point to hit him. In the, I'm going to try and shoot him in the foot. Okay. Um, take some of that makes a Constitution saving throw. Uh, okay, this is th- these rules are new, so uh, pardon me if I'm a little um, iffy. So shot with a pepper box is 16, 20, uh, wow what's wrong with me 28 to hit 28 definitely hits uh that's he has to make a saving throw or be knocked prone uh yeah well yeah and there's well there's damage plus a saving throw so, yeah uh, it's a uh, his uh he has to make a constitution saving throw Alrighty. Um, eight plus my proficiency modifier plus my dexterity modifier plus six so it'd be 18 um it's a uh, it's actually uh it's uh, 18, you're right. 18, yeah. All right, yeah, he does not make that. So you shoot, he gets knocked prone. As you shoot his, his foot out from under him, he stumbles to one knee, and then you just pick up and push him onto his back. That's the first shot. Uh, and it does six points of damage. Uh, I'm sorry, it does uh, uh, 12 points of damage plus three points of fire damage. Nice. And now my other shot. Knocking that off. Uh... I'm going to shoot him while he's down. Okay. So does that? Do I get a bonus to hit there? You or? have advantage because he's prone. On the I, okay, I get advantage. So I'm actually using my right shirt. there in front of you, and he's not able to really dodge effectively. So I'm gonna give you advantage. Okay, okay. So I'm using sharpshooter then. Get him, pussy. Uh, thank God. Ah, oh, natural twenty. Yeah. yeah! So this is gonna suck for him. Which regenerates your grit point you just used, by the way. Does it? You, oh, you, I'm back you, to three. You, you get a grit point whenever you crit. Every time I crit, that's yeah. right. <laughs> uh, math. Okay. Uh, so I get double uh, double points, right? That's how this uh, du- uh, double yeah, well, you dice. Ro- roll the dice and then double the number you get. Okay. Ah, that oh, kind of sucks. Um, seven, 14, 24, 25, 27, 29, 30 points of damage. Nice. Damn! So on the ground, it looks up at you and snarls. You remove your, your boot from where you kicked it down. You bring the gun down, aim it, and kind of give it a glare as you fire with the pepper box. As you do, you blast part of its jaw off, and you yes. see it. You see blood starting to trickle and pour down the front of its chest, and it's trying to get up angrily, reaching for its club, which is currently in kind of the, the half snow floor of this forest interior. It's looking pretty rough, but it's looking very intent on getting vengeance on you. Out of idle curiosity, if I tried to make a break for it, they would get two attacks of opportunity yes. against me, right? Yeah, they are they are harrowing you pretty heavily right now. It doesn't make my life any better, does it? No, never mind, then. Um, uh, it's back. It's better. Do it, Percy! Actually, you know what? I'm pulling an accent surge. Two more shots. Go for it. I'm shooting him again two more times while he's on the ground. All right. Uh, same thing with a plus 10 to hit with a sharpshooter. Yep, he still has a... Disadvantage? So, advantage to your shot because he's still on the ground. Okay, so 16, 17, 18, 23 to hit. 23 hits. Uh, Good, a little damage on that. Let's see. Uh, sorry, I'm trying to do this thing, right? 
Uh, five plus sixteen, so twenty-one points of damage. Twenty-one points of damage. Sixteen. All right. Uh, with that shot, as it's getting up and it reaches for its club, it gets hold of it and starts bringing it in an arc towards you. You lower the gun again, this time shooting for the other side of its face. <coughs> with, an, with an echoing, blasting sound, you see the remainder of its lower jaw and head just <laughs> blown out the back of it. Its eyes roll back. And now I'm going to take that last shot and just swing up and shoot at the one who's right in, uh, to, to the right of the, right that one right there. Okay, go ahead and roll for attack. Oh, oh God. Natural 20. What the oh, fuck? Oh. What the heck? This is the best night for person I'm, ever. I am, <laughs> I'm just sitting in the corner going. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. sleeping, right? Are you doing all this naked since you were woken up so yes, quickly? Definitely. Yes, definitely. I'm in the pajamas with the butt flap, and the butt flap is down. <laughs> yes. The butt flap is down. I applaud. Okay. Right. Right. And good to know because that'll that's, take the armor uh, flap. Eight, sixteen, twenty-six, uh, twenty-seven, twenty-nine, thirty-one. That's thirty-two points of damage. Wow. 30, 30. It's insane. Yeah. It's, it's a crit. Can we all get all inspiration right. from seeing Percy just massacre? <laughs> it's like a John Woo film right now. Yeah, right? With the doves. You all are a little distracted by the other ones that are currently pushing in. You hear the explosions and you see off the corner, but you have too many things around you right now. Um, uh, okay, so you as you pull back the gun, the orc that's in front of you that's currently holding its you know, one-handed axe with two hands is rearing back. You fire right towards its face. It tries to duck out of the way, and you smack into its shoulder with an explosion. You can see its leather armor splinters and fur kind of burns and curls back from the, the flame of the blast. And beneath you can see there's actually uh, most of the muscle tissue and now exposed bone is visible as you've blown a giant crater in its shoulder. <laughs> that was brilliant. I'm done. All right, Grog, you're up. Sorry. I'm a, I would like to go into a frenzied rage now that I've got all my playmates around me. Okay. And I'd like to take one giant swing and a half circle just trying to get all three at one time. All right, so attack for each one. Go for it. Uh, that's a 22. That hits the orc, direwolf. Uh, that's a 23. Hits, and for the last orc. <laughs> Hell yeah. 26. 25, 25, 25. Okay, roll damage three times in incending order. This orc over here. Fifteen. Twelve. Alrighty. And seventeen. <laughs> Alright. Um, as you whoosh, swing the axe around, it clips across the chest of the orc, which is almost pushed off of his feet from the sheer force. The axe swings, slams into the, like, kind of the front throat chest area of the direwolf with so much force that it cuts clean through, leaving this kind of open wound where its, its main veins just begin to pour its life oh. The direwolf just gurgles for a second before slumping into the ground motionless. Oh, <laughs> the inertia carrying through its body slams uh, into the other orc who actually has a small buckler shield that manages to catch. It shatters uh, the most of the, the leather and metal that, that encompasses the piece, getting stuck into his forearm, and he <laughs> just yells in your face with this kind of guttural shout and pulls his own arm off the blade of the axe as you withdraw it. Ooh. Um, that concludes your turn. It's now their turn. Right. All, you, all you low initiative roll motherfuckers gotta wait. Uh, <laughs> all right. So uh, this this orc's gonna gonna step to the side, um, right there. Um, okay. Let's see. All right. So first and foremost, the two guys that, that are, since we're in that motion, the two orcs you just slammed, rear back and then retaliate very heavily against you. They both uh, have advantage because you have you flanked. That'll be a twenty-two. Hits. And a 
14. Misses. Yes. All right, so the one with the buckler and what looks like a, a longsword strikes you for eight points of slashing damage. You should take four. Great. Um, that ends their turn. The one orc that's over the top of you, no. louder, goes and swings in a wide arc down towards you. No! Um, that's going to be a uh, 14. Yeah. I have a 13. Ah. Uh, okay. So uh, as it as it it's a two-handed axe swings down on top oh of God. you. Uh, oh, you take six points of slashing damage. Ouch! Uh, you instinctively freak out and back up out of the way, and it actually doesn't hit you. It slams into your bedroll, but the the sheer impact kind of shakes you, and you can feel the sweat beginning to pour from your forehead. Um, that's going to uh, just bring us to this guy here is attacking Scanlan. Right. Uh, that's going to be a twelve. Miss! Swings towards your head. Thankfully, he's not used to attacking things so small. And <laughs> duck quickly out of the way. Fuck um, you! <laughs> and uh, that's on the two on Percy, who are now looking for retribution. They're looking a little shaken by the whole experience. One that you shot in the shoulder too. I'm just screaming in their face like a manic pixie. Yeah. With a ah! uh, <laughs> pixie dream concert. Thank you. Thank it's gonna you. be a, a twenty. Yeah, I walked into that. Twenty to hit. Twenty to hit. Um, I'm gonna spend a grip point at. Wait, if my armor class is twenty, does that mean they still hit? I thought you were wearing your pajamas with the butt flap. Oh. Details. Details. That's so mean. Details. One day, far in the future, I'll figure out a way to make you pay for that. <laughs> <laughs> for now, fine. That hits. And sometimes you. This is what I heard. <laughs> um, Damn it! The visualization was worth it alone. Yeah, yeah. and and twenty two for the second attack. So, so both of them strike at once. You don't quite know which way to dodge under the side, and as you try and duck out of the way, both blades hit you simultaneously on the sides. Oh no! Um, He's fine. Oh, you, know, you take four points of damage from one. We're really low. One really high. You take uh, twelve. Twelve total. Uh, a total will be 16. Okay, 16. 16 points of slashing damage from the two of those orcs. Now we come to uh, Scanlan. Oh, okay, I turn to the orc who just missed me and I cast Dominate Person. Yes! 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 All right. uh, with my, through my hand clone, cone of clarity, of course. Alrighty. Uh, Alright. So, uh, as you finish your casting of the spell, you can see the anger in its face suddenly drop and subside. And it kind of gives you this, this, this expectant look. I command him. <laughs> I command him to uh, protect our Goliath uh, with his life if he needs to. All right. And retreat from me instantly. <laughs> okay. It kind of nods and looks over towards where Grog is, and with this kind of slack-jawed expression, turns and looks like it's ready to make its way towards Grog next round. That, do you want to move at all, or you uh, I will move a step towards Lyra. All right. Yeah, he's not currently threatening you because he is controlled by you. Mm-hmm. So you step back to the fire to your back. Now you can feel the heat kind of flickering behind you. And I, I will just be in, just back up for her, and I also will inspire her. All right. With a little, uh, I, I, I turn to her and I, I start singing. I, I raise my hand to Lyra and say that you could use some scanlan. Today, <laughs> tonight I give you a detail. <laughs> so with that, you, you have a D10 inspiration dice that you oh. can add to any D20 roll that you need to make. It could be an attack. It could oh, be a, a great. Great. So you just roll, and if you're like that, might not be enough. You can add a D10 to that. Okay, great. That's so nice. So all right, uh, that ends Scanlan's turn. Uh, Vex, you're up. 
Okay, I'm gonna cast. How many people are on Percy? Uh, two currently flanking him right there. And I'm gonna I'm gonna do <laughs> Hunter's Mark on the damage D1. Okay. okay. So. The, should I do? Yeah, the one that's damaged. Yeah, the one that's damaged. The most shoulder. is gonna be uh, this one. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah. Yeah. And I am going to shoot him <laughs> through my. I'm gonna shoot him through my flaming bow. All right. And I also am gonna have uh, Trinket attack him twice. How about that? You can do that. All right. All right. So Trinket, Trinket attack runs around. <laughs> I know. It's never happened. Before. An unexpected circumstance. <laughs> for two years. So as you as you turn around. You go ahead and you, you point at the orc at the side with a flicker of kind of slightly shimmering white energy. You can see your focus, your, your, your attention, focus, and clarity crystallize on this one orc who kind of glances over at you, returning the gaze. 19 attack. 19 attack does hit. Yes. And as the arrow is released from your uh, bow, yes. go ahead and roll damage. Uh, three. Plus the D10 for the flaming. Mm-hmm. Uh, 17. Already. To hit. And then, um, yeah, 17 to hit, and then Trinket's attacks? Yep, roll twice for Trinket. As the arrow spoof, hits him on, on the chest area and <laughs> bursts into flames, like igniting part of his shoulder. As he looks down, you hear this guttural growl from around the corner. As he glances over, Trinket comes jumping out of the shadows from behind the tree. Uh, uh, okay, Trinket. I don't, never know what to look at because I never attack with Trinket. Okay. Attack bonus. That's 22 for one. 22 hits, roll for the second attack. Uh, the oh. second one is, uh, uh, six, 16? 16 just barely hits. Okay. Yes, Go ahead and roll oh, damage good. on both. Okay. Oh my goodness. Trinket's okay. doing something. I know, you guys. Does that mean he, can he bite twice? Can he yeah. bite twice? Yeah. Oh, okay. He's gonna do that. Oh wait, no. One is gonna be bite, and one is gonna be claws. Okay, go for yeah, it. Why not? And he does. Sure. Oh, and I didn't do hunter's mark on the previous one. <laughs> sure. Order for hunter's mark. Order for hunter's mark. There you go. Oh, it's thirteen. No, twelve. All right. One attack, and then uh, what did I just do? I did it wrong. That was wrong. What? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I did That's it wrong. Okay. Is 11 for the first one. 11 for the first one, all right. And then the second one. This is so new and exciting. (laughs) Um, And 12 for the second. All right. Thank you so much to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. Nothing ruins my day faster than my allergies flaring up. My face gets preposterously red, my sinuses feel clogged, it feels like I'm walking around with a cartoon storm cloud over my head, which as you may be able to tell from the phlegmatic timbre of my voice is happening to me right now. Designed for serious allergy sufferers, Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. I've been taking Claritin D for my allergies for several years. It's been an absolute game changer because I can now go hang out with my friends who have cats without my face swelling up like a giant balloon. And that's great news because I really wanted to pet their cats and now I can. So, ready to live life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed.
As a podcast network, our first priority has always been audio and the stories we're able to share with you. But we also sell merch, and organizing that was made both possible and easy with Shopify. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell and grow at every stage of your business, from the launch your online shop stage all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. They have an all-in-one e-commerce platform and in-person POS system, so wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. With the internet's best converting checkout, 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms, Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers. Shopify has allowed us to share something tangible with the podcast community we've built here, selling our beanies, sweatshirts, and mugs to fans of our shows without taking up too much time from all the other work we do to bring you even more great content. And it's not just us. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. Shopify is also the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash realm, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash R-E-A-L-M now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash realm. So as Trinket rushes around the corner with one claw, rocks, hits him in the back of the shoulder, sending him onto the ground. The orc now, its shoulder in flames, is on its back. Trinket leaps on top, reaches down, and with its jaws around its head, just bites the head. As you see the head kind of flip into the air, it catches it in the claw and its jaws and crunches down on it. Yes, have a meal, buddy. Oh yeah, you want to cuddle with that? Blood looks like Hell yeah, I do. <laughs> Zara, it's your job. Uh, all right. Uh, is that an orc right behind me? Uh, this is this is Vex right there. That's me. No, I, I, I can't see where I am because I'm... You're right here. Okay. Who are the three strongest orcs right now in terms of... Uh, this one and these two here all look pretty untouched. All right. Uh, this one actually looks untouched four. There's one, two, three, four. And I can only hex one creature. Is correct. that correct? Yes. All right. I'm going to hex uh, the one by in, in the back. Sorry. I'm going to hex him. Him? All right. Yes. And I'm going to uh, incant agonizing blast and cast eldritch blast on those three orcs. I've never heard of any of these. Okay, oh, wait, so, Can so I do, because there's three blasts that come from, yeah? Well, you, Eldritch Blast is three different beams. Yeah. And that's just Eldritch Blast for your turn. Or, oh, you, or you can do Agonizing Blast. You choose one or the other. Oh, I, th- I thought Agonizing Blast was a... a Cantrip? A, oh, 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 it's one of your abilities? Yeah. Oh, it just improves the ability. Yes. Oh, yeah, then that, you can totally do that, yeah. I want to do that. All right, so, so, so you turn I'd like around. to do that <laughs> with my Staff of Dragon. You, you hold the staff forward, and for a second, your eyes, which are normally vibrant, bright white, suddenly close with this like dark mist, and then reveal almost like a pale blue, like the moon of the sky. As you do, this hue of light blue energy begins to emanate from this orc right there. It kind of looks down confused as you pull your staff up and slam the ground with it. As you do, these three streaks of kind of pale bluish green sickly energy streak out towards it. <gasps> Go ahead and roll three attacks. Oh my god. Oh god, this is it. This is everything, right? Adding your bonus, your spell bonus to each one. 13, and it's plus 11. Yeah, so 24. 24. That hits. 
What was a good one? Yeah. Uh, 30. 30? Oh, okay. Wait, what? And 21. Oh, you're adding the, the plus 11. Uh, oh, and 11. then plus 2 to each of those. Oh, well, should be, it should be. Oh, that's damage on them. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. So it's Eldritch Classic, it's plus 11. Right, okay, so 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 what was the last one? Uh, 21. They all hit. So go ahead and roll damage for each, and each does additional hex damage because it's three different hits. Whoa. Yes, and the damage I is, think one, is one d10 plus seven times three. Uh, yeah, go, go ahead and roll that three times. No, it's so one d10 plus seven. One d10 plus seven. One d10 plus seven. Okay. Oh, help me. That's a twelve. Sorry, this is a d10. Sorry. It's all right. It's all right. Is that a ten? She's a guest. I'm a guest. Oh, you know what? I was rolling eights instead of ten. That's okay. Well, too late now. Next step. Keep going. Two plus seven. Two plus seven is ten. Nine. nine. All right. Two plus seven is nine. Thank you. Oh. uh, Ten. Ten. Ten plus seven is seventeen. All righty. And five plus seven is twelve. 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 And then add, roll a d6 three times, because each time you blast them, you do the additional hex damage. Holy crap. Two. All right. Two. Six. Eight total. Five. Whoa! Thirteen. It's like a hunter's mark all on your own. All right. Mm-hmm. So, at, after the, 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 the beams streak out, all three blast simultaneously into the torso area of the orc that's standing by Percy. It's kind of glaring at you with this look of surprise and fury and frustration, and before it could even try and mount any sort of attack, the three beams strike it in the chest. You can see this scattering of, of brackish liquid as the back of its torso is blown out. <laughs> yes! Shotgun blast. <laughs> And it falls to the ground with this kind of gurgle in its throat, and for a second you swear you see the kind of glistening uh, moonlight-colored energy that you had hexed upon it almost sucks the soul from its body and then it dissipates into the air above it. Wow. Thromaturgy makes my eyes go fire. (laughs) (laughs) Big blast of flame. Um, Great. Uh, So... That will end your, your, your turn there. Yeah, you did really well. How is she well. so, how is she so really cool? cool? Just, was, was she cool just though. changed Lovely. the game. So cool Holy shit. Uh, that'll bring us to Lyra. She okay. can stay. Is, are those, are those, is that 30 feet? I'm going to die. That's 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. 30 <laughs> foot is right okay, there. Okay, but so who are the bad guys? This one, this one, and this one? This one, this one, and uh, these two there. Okay, so I'm like, ah! And then I'm like, oh, that was cool. Okay. And I use my uh, chain lightning. I want to <laughs> um, chest explosion. And that you you have to do a save on that. That just automatically hits. That just hits. Yeah. Okay. So it's ten d eight. To whom? To uh, one guy, this and then it's guy. gonna hit up to three people within thirty feet. Correct. Oh, yeah. Are they within thirty feet? Uh, these two are not, but All this right. guy is. So ten. Plus five, Twenty-one plus. Twenty-one plus twenty-four. Twenty-one plus twenty-four is forty-five. Forty-five points of damage to that guy, and then it goes to the oh, other. Oh, this guy there. Yeah, these guys are a little too far away, unfortunately. What about that other? Oh, this guy is not. Okay, get so, that guy. So the the as you freak out, you back up, and as as an instinctual <laughs> maneuver, you put your fingers out, and there is a loud crackling sound as. A condensed thunderstorm blasts forth from Lyra's hands. Yeah. The orc that's threatening her and actually managed to try and strike you uh, gives you this look of 
sudden pity before its entire upper body is fried instantly from the rippling electricity <laughs> that just destroys it. You see all of its flesh is now curled back and cracking from the sheer amount of energy that's flowing through it. The bolt then streaks off and slams the one that you've dominated that was currently running the other direction. All of a sudden gets hit in the side. Um, uh, however, maintains the domination. Um, it did take half damage to that one, uh, but this one is blown off the map. Uh, the other one over here is looking pretty rough now. It's like, <clears throat> it's hobbling forward currently with like one of its legs ruined. You can see <laughs> it's, you yeah, don't want poor, to, poor. it's pretty rough. It's having a rough day for him. Uh, do you want to stay where you are or do you want to move? Um, uh, yeah, I'll stay with him. Wow, that worked. Wow, that was amazing. That was amazing. I, I turn around and sort of <laughs> barf because I just saw a guy's upper half get incinerated. Suck a Fair enough. All right, top of the round. Percy, Grog. Um, you first or I? Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna start running towards Grog. Okay. Uh, how far can I get? Not that far. And while I'm running, I'm just gonna take. Yeah, hello. Where, where are we? There we are. I'm just gonna take two pot shots at him as I'm running. My by. dominated guy. Yep. <laughs> He's not gonna live to see his. <laughs> oh, no. Um, and just because I don't really care, I'm gonna take the negative, the sharpshooter plus damage negative to that. So. Okay. Um. 16. 16 does hit. And I'll just do both right now. All right. And. <laughs> oh my Did god! Another 20? Yes! Got another 20. Yes! That's that a nice. very good dice. That's nice. That is a very good You can good spread dice. them out over several games. You don't <laughs> have to. Thank you. Soon, you <laughs> Thank you. A dragon. No, this is. <laughs> this is this is phenomenal. I know. I'm, I'm, I've got such terrible things happen that are going to happen to me because of all this good luck. So that's. I'll do the first one really quickly. That's. Uh, uh, that's, that's 20 points of damage for the first shot. <laughs> Leave none alive, my boy. The first shot smacks into its thigh, and you can see where once there was a, a, a leg. an actual functional uh, thigh area is now a, a splintered uh, femur that is exposed to one side of its leg, and you see it's barely keeping itself standing. It roars out in pain as you fire again. 32 points. <laughs> um, with, with the final bullet in your pepper box's chamber, the sixth bullet, you fire the last round. You're going to make me change the sharpshooter thing by, by the end of this round. I get the. the <laughs> no, no, no. The sharpshooter works well for a reason. It's kind of spectacular. I keep rolling 20s. I keep rolling 20s. That's, okay, that's what the dice does, man. It's, it's worked poorly in your favor before. Mm -hmm. I, it's really it's poorly. Great. It's great when it works awesomely. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, so so with this this kind of look of confusion as as this orc that's trying to do the bidding of this gnome that, that protect our Goliath. It's trying desperately to go and protect Grog, but on the way there, it gets its leg blown out, and then suddenly uh, it turns and the shot enters one side of its temple out the other, and there's just a very quick sound as it falls to the ground, motionless, motionless, and is no longer a living orc. Good job, Percy. I sort of had that guy covered, but it's all good, it's all good. I'm coming, Grog! <laughs> Grog, yeah. Right, so for the gentleman that I'm facing right now, I would like to take my first swing. All right. <laughs> well, all right, uh, 24. 24, that hits. Uh, and that is 19 points of damage. Woo. All right. I'll take my second swing at him. Same guy? Same guy. All right, go ahead and roll for that. 26. <laughs> it's also 19 points of damage. 
After the hammer, orcs So the first strike, oh, strike you, you slam into his, his upper torso area and actually digs about four or five inches in. He's cool. He reaches up and grabs, like drops his weapon and grabs the axe and tries to pull it out of his body. You, however, reach up with your fist and slam it down onto the axe, yes. shoving it about five or six more inches. As you can see, his actual shoulder and arm kind of pull away from the rest of the torso as his eyes just roll back and he falls limp against the blade. With my third oh. attack, oh. I'd like to turn to his friend, grab him by the throat, and go, it's death or target practice for my friends. Ooh. Talk. Oh. Oh. Go ahead and make an intimidation roll. Okay. And one. Yay! Uh, the 19. Wow. All right. Uh, the, the orc, looking at its current fate and the rather rapid destruction of his entire band. Anyone here speak Orcish? I speak Orc. Oh! <laughs> so, my friend, what did you say? What did you say? Uh, you, you, you hear him say, uh, Death may come, but the rest will find you. You come into our world. It's only a matter of time before you are eaten. We are passing through. We are simply passing through. We are in search of something. If you choose to help us, we may let you live. It may. And it is not one of yours. Go make a persuasion roll. What do I roll? 20. Okay. What do I add to? your persuasion. No. Shut up. Okay. Heck yeah. Uh, what? 24. <laughs> okay. <laughs> As you're speaking to him in his own language, is <laughs> You guys hear these horrible guttural sounds. Al- almost as good as Keyleth's giant. Um, <laughs> almost. Almost. Oh, hello. Deep. You can see a look of fear in his eyes start about the rest of the party as they all begin stepping out of the firelight into the darkness surrounding him. He can kind of gauge his scenario, looks down at the dead uh, dire wolf, gives you another look, and you still have a kind of the flaring blaze of, of your uh, your angry thaumaturgy eyes. It says in common, very broken common. Very well. I live. I serve. Well. He's like this blood now tripping out the corner of his mouth. Is he going to fight with us? Is he going like, to go Can we see if he's truthful? Make an inside insight check. Oh, that's not my strength. But you can okay. certainly try that. Oh, good. I rolled a four. That's <laughs> <laughs> two. Two. That's the axe. He, he, he looks constipated? <laughs> <laughs> the, best, the best way you can read it? Can I try as well? Hey, you're welcome to it. That's mine. Constipated. You're concerned briefly for the, I, the diet he usually eats. What are you, oh, okay. <laughs> Vex, you want to go ahead? Uh, 16 oh, yeah. is what I wrote. 16. Uh, there, there, there was definitely an, an intent for self-preservation, but there is that fight-or-flight look in the eyes as well. Let me kill him. Well, let's find out about a, a dragon first. Oh, I can cast Friend on him. What's no, because he'll know you're casting magic and then he'll come back at you. Will he? Do it. Oh. <laughs> I mean, he, he uh, will. Is that why it never worked on outdoor? Uh, yes. Well, he'll come back and attack you afterwards. And you know? I'm sure that's friends. what it was. I, I can cast friends. With friends, however, friends has to be something that's not hostile. 
and you get the feeling that even though he's currently docile, it's probably a little hostile okay. category. Okay, so I guess we'll just go with that. Suggestion only works, but mass suggestion. Let me kill him. Why don't we just Long ask him? Yeah, yes. we got him. We got him. We can kill him in a second if we, if we answer. Uh, you Where's know we can kill you. There's I, a dragon. Where is so it? We are looking for a dragon. Specifically, a white dragon. And we know it is to the north. What? This, West. This beast I see in the sky takes those who do not hide. Look for the tallest mountain that way. He points up kind of the north area, a little ways off the road and kind of the direction you're traveling. It takes refuge top of the mountain. There is no path, just hiding. How tall is the mountain? I'm sorry. I'm high. Do you know of a secret passageway to get up to it? Only fools would try to scale a dragon's mountain. Yeah, well, we're pretty stupid. Do you do you know of a, of a path? He gives you a look of of in momentary indifference and kind of no. I don't believe it. I don't He's know. giving you sass. He is giving me sass. Yes. Uh, can we? What did we roll to? Well, while he's well, they're talking. I'm gonna loot the other bodies. Okay. Okay. Uh, as you, you glance around the, the corpses, you uh, you find not too much on them. They're, they're, they looks like they've they've gathered other from ro- raiding other people that are passing on the road or just scavenging about. You find two hundred and seventy four gold. Hey, hey. Fix, can you do your detect a dragon here? I can actually. Because I'm uh, not quite there. That it's I can most it. definitely detect the dragon. So you're saying that we need to. Not be out in the open because the dragon is attracted to things that are not hidden. Yes. Hungry and will take you. But that's your choice. Mm. Have you ever seen it up close? No. Would you like to? (laughs) You want to come with us? (laughs) No. Then stop giving us sass. (laughs) You say you keep me alive. But you walk towards death. One or the other way, I end up at the bottom. We walk towards glory. Did you see how fast we killed your friends? <laughs> We're pretty amazing. <laughs> then go. Go and see your dragon. Do you know of any, any, any more information on this <laughs> dragon at all? Any weaknesses? Anything? It kind of gives you a look like I. He's on empty. He's giving you everything he's going to give you. Mm. Well, now you're on empty. I take my great axe and I chop off his head. Oh! oh. oh. So, as you guys, oh. he looks so. He, <laughs> no, wait. Stop. Oh, now this is just not right. As the whole group gasps, Grog just kind of shoves him back and. Whoosh, whoosh, okay. The head rolls. Now he's on empty. It's a patch of snow and stops. The head, the body falls back, and you see kind of uh, dark blood begin to pour out of the rest of the body into the snow. Grog. Whoa. You oh. should have checked with our leader before yes, you did that. Yes, most definitely. Okay, I think we're gonna have to have a talk circle right now. <laughs> okay, before, before then, does the orc, do any of the orc have any iron on them at all? Uh, looking at them, there are bits and pieces of, of, of whether it be iron weapons, like you yes. can see a scav- scavenged a few, uh, like some of the axes that were being used have like an, an iron or, or a, a similar type metal that was scrapped out of those, usually pretty beaten and not 
very well maintained. It doesn't matter. I just want the iron. If okay, I so can, whatever I can, I can. Let's so say you, you can harvest the, the iron blades from three axes. Thank you. Um, they're in relatively poor condition, so you can mark that. All right. Um, Sorry, are we doing a talk circle? I think we need to discuss the fact that that was just very inappropriate. Like, I. I am here as a leader, and I think that that was just not uh, right. We are better than that. We are. You but you did kill one thing. of them too. Yes, no. Lyra. We are going to kill. We are on our way to kill something. Well, it's we had a deal. Well, now, he probably would have led his friends to us to kill us. I, uh, as a leader, I choose not to pursue this anymore. But I will register my disapproval, um, and I think uh, we should. Just proceed. I'm very, I'm very. Scanlan, can't you sing a song to make her feel better? I could sing a song to to make her feel better. But you don't want to. (laughs) (laughs) At least she's not talking about Aldor, so I'm okay with this. Do you know? We haven't talked yet. Yeah, I'll go over and I'll pick up the orc's head and I walk it over to Lyra and I go, "I'm sorry, you can keep this. It it won't happen without me asking again." No, that's quite all right. Not really. Look, it's it's still got stuff in it. As he shakes it, you know, he's he's spattering across. That's quite. I I think we should just proceed. We should proceed, everyone. Actually, we can just cut out the tongue. I'm gonna try to see if there's. Like that. That's yes. a good idea. Yeah. Yes. The tongue out of the head. You need the pelt of the dial. Uh, I put the tongue in the bag of holding. All right. And the orchid. <laughs> yeah. With the lip. Now we, you're slowly. Oh, yeah. The and lip I, is in my belt, baby. And I would like to extract the canines from the dial. From the dial wolf. All right. I'd like you to go ahead and make a nature check. What's that? That's to attempt What's to that? harvest. Sorry. Sorry. What do I do? Um, Roll the twenty and add your nature check bonus. Can I primeval awareness the dagger? Twelve. Okay. Um, as you begin taking a small dagger out from the inside of your, your book of useful things, yes. um, you <laughs> break one of the tubes in the process, unfortunately. Yes. Um, you manage to get one of them at least. So you do have one direwolf uh, canine you can add to your uh, items. That's good. And I would like to put my hands on the direwolf and just thank it. No other reason than I respect its life. <laughs> Very well. I don't think he's going to answer. You know, it's not for you, Cassie. Oh, well, <laughs> the dragon, then. Trying to be helpful. I right. understand. I you, uh, you take a moment and, 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 and concentrate. And uh, for a, a six mile radius, currently no dragon. Still, it's still, oh, right. We've got another day's travel. Another day's travel. It's got to be 20 miles away. Should we keep sleeping or should we just pack it up now and go? It's still, it's probably like a good two, three in the morning. Oh, let's go back to bed. Would you say a new day has passed? So I'll try for my beard again. We we will once you get a full long rest. Shit. Let's fully rest. I'm going to make a leadership decision that hopefully everybody agrees with that we need more sleepy time. Is it okay to keep (laughs) sleeping right here or are they going to come search for us? Probably not more than one Probably not. I'm in my pajamas. I'm going back to bed. I think that's a good call that I agree with as a leader of this group. What's no, she we're always say? going to call it sleepy time. I mean, that's. Just, I'm just asking. Uh, I, I, uh, no, I like to put labels that? on things. It's, it's it's an OCD um, thing. Uh, uh, whatever you would like to call it, um, or just. No, you're the leader. Yeah. I, I shall accept whatever. Yes, yeah, sleepy time think. is the official name for it. <laughs> <laughs> sleepy time it is. Thank Going you to so much. Time. Good is, it, is it still my watch? It, it is. Still. You did your job. You did your job. Now I'll take okay. the next one. Scan and make this. And we can, we can uh, heal up, right? Yep. So the rest, rest of you guys, you go ahead and take your full evening's rest, uh, at which point your hit points and spells are restored. Yes. Yay. Uh, Rog, go ahead and make a percentage roll. 
Come on, you big bearded bastard! 58. Nope. 58. Bad. Nah, unfortunately. Bad. Uh, but, but you still got the nice scruff. You did like, <laughs> you know, half, half an inch to an inch of, of whatever that is. Direwolf blood all over my feet didn't stimulate the growth at all. Unfortunately, no. All right. Blood black. <laughs> uh, eventually, you all complete your evening's rest. The rest of the watches go without incident. Uh, the morning you wake up, and the, the cold air was, was was pretty rough for a lot of you. Thankfully, the fire was there to help. Um, but you're you get the feeling that the further north you travel, uh, the weather's going to become an issue, even with the warm clothing you currently have on. Um, all right, so you guys step back to where your horses are currently. Oh, uh, our horses are okay. <laughs> Oh shit, we forgot about those. Uh, <laughs> thankfully, uh, your horses were far enough away from the area where you were, and the focus was not to make any noise when they came upon you, so the, the orcish party knew better than to attack the horses first. Oh, that's good. Um, or still a little spooked from the evening's events, but nevertheless, you get back on your horses, you continue up the, uh, the glass walk road. You had a question? I use uh, uh, beast speech to calm them. <gasps> Tell them everything shall be fine. You would just got everything all sorts will of be wonderful, <laughs> and thank you for leading us where we need to go. We and shall try and make sure that no harm comes to you. And immediately with that, the horses who are currently rattled, and some of them are kind of being unresponsive to your attempts to mount them, settle down, uh, come to a calm point, and allow you all to uh, to get atop them without an issue. Being fully asleep, I cast fart. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The irony is, I was, I was going to recommend Dust of Tracelessness, but that uh, works too. Oh, that they would never follow what well. that's so Dust of Deterrence. Cloud of Deterrence, thank you. What do you want to do, man? Oh, yes, whoever you Dust of Tracelessness. Should we sleep? Stuff. We can no, we slept. No, we slept already. We we're on the horses. Yeah. Oh, it's the next day. Oh, it is? Yeah. Oh. We ride. We ride. So we ride. And I take the Dust of Tracelessness and in the back. I'm just Do we ever run out of that stuff? Never. No, it's an infinite supply. Wow. That is very convenient. Yeah, it is. It's, not, it's really nice. <laughs> and so as you're on, on your war horse, which as you can tell, the more and more you ride on it, the more and more it's starting to slow. And I mean, thankfully, you're, keep, you're keeping pace with Trinket. Uh, it's having a hard time keeping the Goliath on its back for extensive riding. Oh. Uh, could I give it a, a health potion? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, so let's just say it's probably going to be a little sway back by the end of this adventure. Oh, At some point, it may need to ride you. <laughs> it's okay for now. At some point, you should give it a break with the carpet. Yeah. I can't ride the carpet. We don't have the carpet. Why did we? Why? Do we have the carpet? We gave the carpet to the them. Car yeah. The other team has the carpet. I don't know them, but that is very sad. That is upsetting. Yeah, it is. <laughs> you guys continue traveling for why? your second day. Tiberius can fly. Why the hell did we give him the carpet? <laughs> Oh, <clears throat> it's all right. We don't need the crutch. Uh, Second day. We're fine. Day two. And so anyway, so when I first met Albert, uh -huh. he was attacking um, <laughs> my bodyguard, and it was so obvious that he was so capable when he walked in the room. And it How did he me. react when you first told him of your feelings? I mean, it was not a good evening. But um, he was paid to be there, so he couldn't leave. That was what was good for me, because I was It always like, works for me. It's not. It's going to work today. Can we make an agreement? I'll kill you, you kill me. Yes. Okay. And then suddenly Actually, he disappears, and it's so funny that... With well, a few hours of travel. <laughs> yes. A few hours of travel and... Oh, see, and, and, and extra guns. What? <laughs> learning the ins and outs of the extremely tumultuous history of <laughs> Lyra and Aldor, um, you eventually come to a point where the clouds are beginning to 
darken, and in the distance you can see what looks like a very heavy, uh, a very heavily obscured curtain of snowfall to the north northwest. You get to a point of the of the the uh, glass walk road where a snowstorm is starting to pour over into this vicinity. Um, you guys kind of stop for a second and you know repackage yourself with your your fur and, and heavy winter clothing. Um, and even still, it's, it's very, very chilly. Uh, like everybody, make a Constitution save. Are we still in the in the forest? Uh, you're, you are you are nearing forest, yes. Or so, yeah, you would be considered in the forest area. Okay. Aren't I good? Like above twenty thousand feet, in really, really, really cold this. environments. No, you're yes, you have advantage on this. <gasps> Natural twenty. Sorry, that's the first one. you're so warm. <laughs> so warm. Uh, we're cuddling with you for warmth. Is apparently <laughs> you were like an oven. Uh, yeah. Let's drink it. Fifteen. All right. Twenty-four. Twenty-four. <laughs> hey, that, is it the Constitution cool. saving throw or just the modifier? Uh, it's Constitution saving throw, so you roll twice oh, and wow, take the higher. Twenty-three. Uh, I think I'm pretty sure that's how it works. I mean, we'll check here with the Goliath as the Mountainborn. Uh, oh, you're just naturally adapted to it, so you're fine. <laughs> um, I've got my chest out. My nipples aren't even getting hard. It's amazing. <laughs> Oddly, your He's face is a bit cold because it's so bare and and. You're a stick. <laughs> that was a low blow. That was a low blow. <laughs> all right, uh, so all of you managed to go. Uh, Scanlan, mark yourself. You have one level of fatigue. Oh, no. What's that mean? What's that mean? Uh, fatigue. Let me go ahead and make That's sure. It's too much listening to. Oh, sorry. Does he look cold? I'm going to give him my stone. That was I'm going to give him my stone of resisting cold. What about you? It's okay. I'm a leader, and a, a leader's not <laughs> I can't resist. let you do that. No, oh, really. Just take it. You listen to me so good. It's like my besties. I feel I feel a connection. I do. You know when you were telling me it's about Alzo. It's not Alzo? sexual at all. I'm no, not attracted I, to you. I, like literally, if it happened, I would be ill. But it's really you sexually. You repulse me. Thank you. Yeah, no, really. Oh my god, I'm so with you right there. Oh, but yeah. really, as a friend, you are so nice. I feel I like I work with some dishes. I've, so here's I've my some, stuff. I've had some outdoors in my life too. <gasps> I want to hear all about them. Yes, mainly, mainly they were whores who who kicked me out early. <laughs> but they, in a similar way, they disrespected me. I mean, I was, see the true scam them that they could have Listen, made. the one time we were together, it was after I gave him armor, but he was not Wait, servicing me. Yes. You've been with him? Of course. I oh, told look, you. we seem to be coming to something interesting in the room. I thought you went that as a metaphor. No, it was his birthday, and I bought him some very expensive custom armor that he... You said we had him on, which is, he obviously has feelings for me, he wouldn't wear that armor. It was 10,000 gold, and he just, he, he was very attracted to me that night, and we had intercourse, so. My uncle is very Intercourse. Uh, Somehow you made it less sexual than I could have ever imagined. Is there a, what's a, Grom, what do you tell, what, what's the term for when your penis is inverted? It's the opposite of a boner? Belly button. Yeah, that's what I've got now. Anyway, I was really certain after that moment that we would be together forever and I never saw him again. You know, men, men are fickle and uh, when I, I'll have a talk to him. He, he kept the armor, so he has feelings. I, let's just move on. Let's he, here's the stone. Let's not <laughs> As you take the stone, your fatigue fades. <laughs> you find yourself adjusting well to the cold climate thanks to your thanks to your, your gift from your new leader. And, uh, I love it. Uh, leader slash lover. <laughs> All right, so... Uh, uh, as you guys kind of pull off the side of the road and kind of use the the cover of the forest to help from the snow that's beginning to hit even harder, you you gather there there is in this vicinity uh, 
an ever like kind of waxing and waning blizzard that kind of pours through, and you can see kind of a localized area that it's not really moving. It's you, you wait like a good 20, 30 minutes to see if there's any movement, but the blizzard is not shifting from its location. <laughs> Should we uh, try to do the spell, locate dragon again? Just make sure it's at the top of the uh, Sure. Leaving. I will Very try great. it again. All right, you sit and concentrate for a moment and nothing. Nothing, wait. Oh, oh, oh! Do it, it, you, you sense this, a very, very small blip at the edge. It's moving quickly. Oh, it's a, uh, it's a dragon. <laughs> Where is it? Which one's fast? Where? It's way it's closer. You can it's sense. You can sense its energy kind of up so in the air and. It's up in the air. At that point, you hear this this distant guttural howl. We should just hide, just in case. <laughs> comes bursting out over the air. Um, the uh, the wind begins to pick up and the snowfall begins to come ice. Oh. The rest of you guys have to kind of duck yourself out of the way. No way. Um, everyone make a reflex, or sorry, a, a dexterity saving throw. Oh, I'm very good at that. Oh, God. I don't even know what this is. What is this? What is that? Twelve. Eight. 13. 11. 16. 24. All right. All of you guys managed to find cover under the nearest tree and kind of the, the where the, uh, the the bow of the force is, is at its strongest. Um, you uh, you avoid most of the, the burnt impact. Uh, Grog, unfortunately, um, takes a good portion of, <laughs> of slamming ice stone damage. Negligible for most damage you're used to, but you still take four points of uh, bludgeoning damage from the, the falling ice. All right. Sleet. As you guys are currently in this position, you can see barely through the very, very heavy snowfall a shape that moves over in the distance that circles around and then heads back, uh, kind of in a, a western direction. Can I speak and speak and say, "Where do you live?" <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> You're like, oh, really? Thank you for that addendum. <laughs> Not really. Not All of us are like, huh. Uh, um, I have a sixth sense of humor. Can I see which direction it's it's going back towards the mountain? Yeah. Well, you you, you look over in that direction, and you can barely make it through bits as of this as the storm kind of uh, intensify and subside a little bit. You can see what looks to be uh, the gentle outline of a mountain range, maybe about ten miles off from the road to the west of the road into the forest itself. Great. We've got this. We gotta go in the forest. Okay, let's. Let's go. It should provide us with some cover from the snow as well. But who knows what lurks in those woods? This is well, true. I can also, you know, see what kind of creatures are around. All right. Oh yes. <laughs> no, I can't. I can't see animals. <laughs> Just kidding. Well, we don't really have a choice. We have to get the Let's dragon, and we it. have a time limit. You're the team leader. We have. We need now. Uh, there's really no other way to go. We have to go through the forest. Currently. Currently. Like, Unless you guys have any other plan, right now there is about ten miles of forest between you near the roadway and this mountain range, where apparently the dragon has returned to. Great. Okay. Well, there's nothing else to be done. We just have to go as fast as we can. I think. All right. I don't really have any other. Somewhere. You probably can't fly all of us. I think I can fly tonight. I don't. You can fly up to nine people. Tiberius can oh, only fly up to nine people. What kind of devil are you? Should we fly? You? Should we fly? Do, we, can you fly? I can't I, fly, no, but maybe Azar can fly. If we're flying, Bill, mm-hmm. I'm just going to put this out there. 
There's nowhere to hide if the dragon comes back out. I understand, but I can also cast invisibility to you. Well, that's awesome. But that doesn't last as long. Uh, I can target one additional creature for each slot level above third. What does that mean? That means you ca- as everything you cast is maximum level, it'll be a fifth level, which means you could target three creatures with invisibility. Oh, three right. creatures with invisibility and three creatures with fly. Yeah. But right. is it at the same time or is it a concentration? It's a concentration either way. <laughs> um, I will say, uh, as soon as you start thinking about flying and getting there, you look up past where the trees are. <sighs> flying in this weather would be a terrible That's idea. A terrible idea. Yeah. I'm, I, I, you know what <laughs> I was right, thinking? I'm, I'm it might not be good. It might not be good. Let's just ride. We have the horses. We can't leave the horses behind. Right. Okay. We, we should ride. We, we, we could. We just rented them for 50 bucks. So. Well, don't remind me of that. That was just a thing. <laughs> All right. Onward. Let's I'm still in the back doing yay, the dust of Luna. That's the one. Nay, nay. <laughs> we as ride. The, as the flower girl picks up the back end, um, <laughs> you guys trudge on horseback into the heart of this section of the Vasper Timberlands. Um, it is it is a very dense forest, and you find that if any straight road path is not going to function as you're constantly having to weave in and out from thick tree trunks and heavy foliage that has kind of taken over the floor, plus a layer of snow that tends to encapsulate the area, and your movement is relatively uh, uh, restrained than this pace you're normally used to going. You have, uh, what bonuses do you have because of the forest terrain? I have. So the group's movement, if any? Yes, uh, uh, the movement is fine for all of the group. Thankfully though, you have Vex guiding you on this path and where it would be a very difficult experience pushing through this forest, especially with the time limit you have, uh, she is able to find the quickest paths to dodge any of the heavy areas that are dense with dangerous snowfall. I would also like to perception ahead and make sure that nothing is, you know, gonna Understood. Understood. sneak attack us again. Very good, very good call. All right, uh, in that regard, um, I would like you to go ahead and make a perception check. Oh, there's something out there. Nope. That is lower than my passive perception, though. Which is 21. Your passive perception? It's 21. Right. Um, and plus five, no, that's it, just 21, but it's a 12 for it's a 12? right now. Okay. You keep an eye out as you continue to move forward. Um, oh, but I get to roll twice, though, because it's that, it's my favorite terrain. That's true, you do. Okay. Imagine that. <laughs> when, the, uh, when the cameraman laughs. <laughs> you know it's a good roll. It's, it, no, that's not that bad. It was that's a it's 15. Yeah. That's an improvement. It's a slightly yeah, better than 12. That's right. 15 is indeed better than 12. <laughs> <laughs> the things you learn watching Critical Role, ladies and gentlemen. Ding, ding, ding. So, in, in following Vex through the forest, we can make it forth uh, about uh, an hour of travel in you. Uh, I know you gotta get going soon. How soon do you have to go? Uh, we're calling a car, and it's however soon it gets here. All right. Yeah. All right. Uh, pushing forward, you eventually uh, manage to avoid what looks like a long, frozen lake in the center of the forest with a series of heavily iced over stone Don't ruins. walk on this lake. Oh, good luck. <laughs> you move around, and in the distance, you swear you see the glimmer of some sort of glowing entity in the midst of these ruins. And you manage to keep enough of a distance. Everyone make a stealth check on this. So roll a d20 to add your stealth modifier. Add or, 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 or take away? Well, for you, for you it would be taking away from your stealth great, roll. That's great. Kung, kung, kung. 11. 13. 13. 13. 16. Rug? 
Uh, uh, stealth, stealth is uh, 14. 14. 13. 24. 11. Alright, so, uh, though clumsy in form, the group's able to pull you far enough away where they cover your bases on this, and this glowing entity doesn't seem to take notice of your passage as it slowly fades into the stone ruins once again. You press on. Should we go check that glowing entity? What was it? I, oh, do I know? I know an arcana, arcana or would be nature. Uh, uh, for this, I'd say go ahead and make a, uh, a religion check. Actually. Oh, good. Three. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Uh, it's eleven. Uh, it's spooky, and you don't like it. I don't like that. So then we should have <laughs> going. Okay. If you insist. Pushing forward, uh, about another hour and a half, two hours, you eventually make it through the forest, dodging a few other areas where clustered vines and almost like thick brambles begin to to close off portions of passage. Uh, without Vex's help on this, it would be a very difficult element to traverse, but awesome. you manage to find areas you can cut through where the weak points and these various kind of interwoven nets of vine work are. You push through until the forest comes to an end at the base of a giant uh, tree-covered mountain that is currently <gasps> coated in uh, Snow and ice. And looking about, you can see uh, the highest spire is obscured by the very blizzard clouds ahead. There is heavy snowfall in this vicinity, and uh, your vision is semi-obscured past a certain area, uh, only because of uh, Vex's keen sight. Are you able to even make up the details of that mountain disappearing into the the blizzard? This is very can much like any kind of uh, anything along the bottom, the edge of the mountain that looks like it could open into a cavern. Uh, there, are, there are a number of, of large rocks and boulders that seem to have tumbled off the mountain and kind of embedded themselves in the ground in sections. You do see what looks to be a cavern of some kind that is in the uh, the base of this mountain. It's about 20, 25 feet high and about 35 feet wide. We should maybe go. Does it look like we can climb the mountain or the she- it's just too sheer? Uh, go ahead and make a perception check. Oh good, this is my best. Oh. Nope, it's a nine. <laughs> <laughs> you, you write about mountains. Uh, <laughs> and you see many pictures of them. See one up close? They're a lot bigger than you thought they'd be. Very large mountain, guys. I'm not sure. Um, I'd like, as a leader, I'd like to invite you guys to uh, uh, evaluate whether we could possibly climb this mountain. I, I would like to evaluate with him. You're delegating. This right. you delegate. So I'm proficient here, right? Can you check. Uh, you, you, I'd say for, for, for this, since you know mountain ranges pretty well, uh, go ahead and make a, a wisdom check on this. Or, yeah. Check. Mm-hmm. Just add your wisdom modifier to the roll, which is zero. <laughs> uh, Fifteen. Fifteen. As you as you're kind of taking a moment to inspect it, you your your people, your actual race, being mountain-born people, you look at it and it could be scaled. It would be a dangerous climb, and you would need some semblance of simple climbing tools to do so. Um, so we got to make it come to us. Well, oh, that's smart. That's very smart. Or one of us could climb it and and jump off and bring him down as bait. Don't think that sounds I like a good that. idea. There's a cavern over there. Should we inspect it? Maybe there's um, some inner workings to get to the I top. I think this conversation would be greatly improved by some sort of cover. Uh, so I vote on going to investigate the cavern. Well, it's not a democracy, but that's okay. Um, I'm <laughs> totally open. You hear this, I agree this, with you. this heavy sound of wind rushing suddenly. Oh god, get in the cavern! Cavern now! Get in the cavern! Um, uh, let's see. Oof. Um, okay. <laughs> 
Vex, uh, on horseback, you look over and the snow that's kind of hitting your face, you see a dark shape begin to form in the uh, the snow. It gets larger and larger and larger. And you realize it's not something that's swelling or growing, it's something that's coming at you very fast and it's very large. You immediately try and turn your horse around, but it's too fast and it slams into the side of you, sending you off the horse and tumbling to the ground. You feel a heated pain in your side you haven't felt in a long time from the impact. You guys watch as a, a, a boulder about that big of rock and ice oh, just smacks into the side of you. Oh, shit. Uh, You're kidding me, right? That uh, sucked. Maybe you it was, come you maybe it was just a random meteor. 30 points of bludgeoning damage. You're kidding me! And are knocked onto the ground. Oh my god, Vex, ah! The rest of you who are currently on horseback see this, and from the direction of the forest, you see a large, very large humanoid figure begin to step out of the side of the forest. Oh, giant. <laughs> the snow voice kind of bellows out. Um, you can see on it thick, uh, kind of snow-covered fur, uh, patchwork hide armor. The skin itself is a dull bluish gray in color. White eyes, a giant metallic horn with looks like some sort of creature ho- uh, horns that are affixed to the side of this helmet. Uh, a giant axe in its hand. This is indeed, and you recognize it immediately, uh, this is a frost giant. <gasps> you see it reach down and grab another boulder and begin to like kind of toss it in its hand. As the rest of you see this, you hear another bellow. You speak giant, you, you speak, speak giant, giant right? I do. You hear a voice come echoing from the cavern behind you saying, Intruder, oh, take him down! In a second, steps out of the, out of the, the cavern behind you. Shit. And that's where we're gonna go ahead and end oh! the session. Oh! Giants and a dragon. Hagawaga! Without. Uh, d- I'm damaged. Very damaged. Yes, she's damaged. On the ground. You marked your damage because that carries over. I did. Um, all right, guys. Well, well I know because you got to leave soon, and that'd be a good place to stop it for this point. Thanks for listening to the Critical Role podcast. If you enjoyed this past adventure of Vox Machina, you can catch us live on Thursdays at 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time at twitch.tv slash geekandsundry. Is it Thursday yet? Hello, fans of Dungeons & Dragons and Actual Play Podcasts. Lovers of lore-rich storytelling, phenomenal characters, and grand adventures. The Homebrew, a D&D play podcast, would like to invite you to check out our Actual Play. We're a top-charting podcast with a thriving community and over 200 hours of epic story for you to binge. I catch up on. The Homebrew is a D&D 5th edition campaign reskinned as a huge sci-fi space opera. Join us anywhere podcasts are found by searching The Homebrew, a D&D play podcast. One more time, that's The Homebrew, a D&D play podcast.